Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What's happening on your Sunday? It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Rob Parker. Dante Jones filling in for Chris Bouchard, who's celebrating his uh, anniversary. Him and his wife, 23 years. Dante, how long have you been married? Uh, coming up on seven. I had to check with my wife uh, yesterday to see how many years How many years has it been? Seven years. Congratulations yeah. Yeah, on that. It. Uh, and you can follow Dante on Twitter at D-A-H-N-T-A-Y-1. Well, because yeah. everybody doesn't spell Dante. Yeah, absolutely. Right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's why That's why I had to spell it out. I appreciate you taking the time to, to spell it out correctly. There me. you go. Or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS one and you won a championship with? Cleveland Cavaliers. So you have a soft spot for the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron. Let's just put it out on the table, right? I have an appreciation for what? LeBron has and that organization and for his greatness. Yes, I have an appreciation because I've seen it firsthand. There you go. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. And, of course, Game 2 at Oracle in Oakland is coming up tonight, Eastern, at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Game 2, of course, 
a thrilling game one. It really was. I wasn't expecting that. And uh, the Cavaliers were in position to win that game, steal that game one, and change the whole series, and it didn't happen um, for a number of reasons. And most people, Dante, will, uh, of course, look to J.R. Smith as the reason why. I'm not one of those guys. Not that I'm giving him a break for having a uh, being unfocused and, and a terrible play. I mean, that ranks up there with Chris Webber calling timeout in the uh, NCAA championship game without any timeouts, with uh, Bill Buckner missing a ground ball in the 1986 World Series. And so, does it though? Yeah, like no, because reason why I say does it though because he didn't foul anyone, so they didn't they didn't get an extra possession. They didn't lose the game there. They may have lost it emotionally there, but that game, the worst case, worst part of that mistake is they went to overtime. No, I more, I, more time. I'm glad worse. you so said that. It I, wasn't like it wasn't a blunder. Of all. George Hill missed a free throw, and Jr. did not get another shot up, which we don't know if Kevin would have blocked it. We don't know, if, or if what, he would have made it. Right? Or not. We don't. We don't. We don't know. So that I don't think it's that bad. I'm glad you said that because that's the reason why you know as many as many people have pointed. To uh, J.R. Smith and 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 made him the goat, and he's the worst guy on the planet, and all that. The only thing is bad is there's only one basketball game going on in the entire country, and you don't know what the score is. I'm, I don't even know how that's even possible. That at that situation, it's a mental mistake. And I love how people act like we're all perfect and we just don't do bonehead things at any point in time in our lives because we're just the perfect people. And at that point in time, you know what? You know why that mistake probably happened? Because we tend to, as human beings, make more mistakes the more tired we get. Right. I get that. So as, as and, and that's where you're supposed to focus more, but it was just a lapse in judgment or a mental mistake. That's, that exactly was a mental mistake as he was exhausted. It's still a bad mistake. It's a that, no. It's a mistake. Period. It's right. not bad or it's not. It's, it's bad because you're playing in a championship game. You're playing in the game, and that, and that's it's where just, the the spectator believes as the championship game. But in order to be in the moment, you have to take it as just another game. Right. I understand that as you a player. So, as yeah, a play, so the player is taking it as a game to not make it more than what it is, so that you don't have add any more pressure to it, and. From a spectator's point of view, it's the championship is game one. So it's it's not – it's a mistake, yes. But what, what what do people idolize and hold dear is people perform on the biggest stage when everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. That's what Tom Brady gets. That's what uh, LeBron James gets. That's what Michael Jordan got. That's what Magic any, – anybody who performs at a high level when everybody's watching is the ones that we revere. So, but it's so, – it's a game of mistakes. Basketball is a game of mistakes. It's just a matter of what we do after we make mistakes. Well, so you're trying to limit your mistakes, but you're going to make mistakes regardless on the court the whole time. But then it's a matter of how you make up for your mistakes. That's how you should be judged in a game of basketball. And we're going we're gonna to kick it off 877-99 on Fox. This is our phone number, 877-996-6369. If you want to chime in, because I'm going to say that to me, LeBron James is the reason that they lost the game. And I know people will say, he had 51. What do you want him to do? He don't have any teammates. The team stinks. He did everything that they could do. I, I hear all that. But it's a game in its, in its entirety, right? In overtime with the with – the, you, you with, with, with it right there. No. Dante, it's no, no, right there. Wait a minute. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out before you chime in. Hear me out. You can never blame the person with 51. Yes, you can. Well, I mean, yes, you can. Hear me out. Okay. Let me just make my argument. All right, you got it. Okay? In overtime, 
if you would have told LeBron James before the game, you're going to be tied at Oracle game one with Golden State, and you just have to dominate for five minutes to walk away with a win, I guarantee you he would have taken it. And instead, in overtime, LeBron James goes 0 for 4 from the field, two free throws, and they don't win the game. LeBron James, whatever you want to say, ran out of gas, things didn't work out, he missed shots. It's just like Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, except Tom Brady threw can't for 500 play yards. every possession except what 28 seconds of it. Like no, Tom, but, Tom Brady's only playing half the game literally, fumbled. so we can't compare him to Tom Brady yes, at all. Tom fumbled. Brady sits on the sideline with a towel for for big Dante, spurts of the game, me. and he doesn't have that much pressure on him. So Tom Brady I'm, I'm fumbled. Sorry. He fumbled. I'm telling you, he threw for 500 yards in the game. But in the last two and a half minutes, you know what Tom Brady did? He coughed up the football. So you those 500 yards don't mean the same when you cough up the ball and cost your team a, uh, a W. Same with LeBron. The 51 is nice. He had 49 in regulation. When it came time to it for overtime, LeBron had nothing left. 0 for 4 from the field. 877-99 on Fox. Dante, the floor is yours. We can't. <laughs> First of all, you can never blame the person that had 51 for the loss. Number one, he got them to that point in time, and this is where me and you disagree is because it's a team game. There are mistakes made by him and the team, but we can't judge it as it's all on him. The team lost the game in overtime. He may have missed four shots, but the team lost it. And if you can see that last possession where George Hill gets the free throw, Golden State finally changed their coverage up on LeBron James. So they found something that worked. And they went to that for those last five minutes and 10, 15 seconds. So that part of the coverage worked for Golden State. But just because he missed the last four shots does not mean that he lost the game. No. He's no just, it's, a te- it's a team loss. It's still a team loss. And there's no more magnitude on him because I'm not going to say he won them the game if they would have won the game. Yes. If the Cavaliers. Yes. No, no, no. That, no, because it's, it's still. Dante, but that's, that's, that's your conversation. No, that's that's, the, that's, no. that's not the conversation that should be But should that's be the had. conversation that's had all the time when it comes Does, to LeBron. Doesn't mean it's right. It's all, I, I'm, I'm just telling right. you how this, this works. Okay. It's about LeBron James's championships, not about the other players. It's about him. When he loses his championship, he'll be three and six. That's That's his. Yes, did he lose? Did he play one on one? No, but that's the record. Exactly. But that's the record he'll get. People will say he has lost the most championships of any one of them, former MVP in the history of the NBA. One it's of which, the fact. So, so, so when you win a championship, you have to basically it's it's great coaching, it's great personnel, and it's health. One of those he didn't have health because his top his, his second and third leading scorer. We're hurt for the whole for And the when whole they series. lost to the Dallas Mavericks, it was what? I have nothing to do with that one. No, I'm asking you. What was that? That was a loss. Oh, okay. So that, was, that a was a loss. That was a loss. You can take a loss. But I, I saw an interview where he was saying how I don't think I, – some, sometimes I think making the playoffs is is, is better than not than going to the finals and, and and losing that way. But no. no. And then he, he changed it at the end. But no, I, I have to keep striving to be great. And it's also – to win a championship is a team effort. Everything has to align for the team to win the championship. It's not just he has to have perfect games and they win. No. Guys have to make plays. Guys have to make smart plays, as we see after game one. And all those things line up. And then if they all line up in the, in the right capacity, you win and you have, you, you have, you, you have dominance. But MJ, we don't count his, his losses against him when he, he got was, swept. He was like, 6-0 in the finals and won what, all six MVPs. What about, what about, what about when he got swept? What, 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 what about when he got swept? What about when he got swept? Oh, 
What about those, those when lost because to, he didn't have to per, he didn't have personnel? What, what about, about when he made the playoffs? I don't understand when he made it. the playoffs with a losing record. What about those? Like those get thrown out of the way. Like no, they don't. When you no, add no, up, because you never no, speak they don't. Them. You speak because up, you add so up you got, everything that no, comes with it. You say six and six in the finals. That's a and five. It, time out. Six and six in the finals, and that's not the only statistic. And won all six MVPs. But that's not the only statistic because there are other statistics that go with playoff play, playoff victories and losses. Like he has, he has been, he has been, his, he has sweeps behind his resume, which he's still he's still the greatest in my in, in my opinion. Don't get it twisted. And him and LeBron are neck and neck to me. With LeBron, with more years to play. But personnel is a big thing in this conversation. And MJ had a great coach who's done it multiple times. Yeah, but, but and he's had great personnel who had smart individuals on I his think, team I, and I, extremely talented individuals on his team. It wasn't just the MJ show. It wasn't like AI when AI got to the finals. No, it, it was MJ, Scotty, Dennis Rodman, Cool Coach, who's amazing. Um, you had he had shooting around him. He had Great. He, he yeah. also averaged thirty-two points in the playoffs. Because Nobody that else was, has done because that. That was his that, job. But, that, and but then somebody, he, somebody that's plays what, he does, what, if, what if the Bulls would have played the Cavs? Yeah, the Bulls would have played the Cavs, and MJ would have still scored thirty. You know why? Because he'd have been guarding Jr. He would have he would have scored more than that. Because now you can't touch anybody defensively. When Michael Jordan played, he been you could put your hand on people. You could touch people. You can't touch anybody defense, in this league. But, but defense would load, load it differently. So he would have seen more people behind on the backside of the defense. So yes, you can't touch people below the free throw line. You can't touch people, but it's he a totally said, different. He game. Was, he, yeah, it's a totally different. Game. He would have saw a different defense behind him, so it wouldn't have been. It, some of his highlights would have been different. It'd have been different, and I think only him and LeBron can play in both eras. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We want to hear from you. Who is to blame for Game One? I mean, so <laughs> many people do. Are you buying what I'm saying? Do you have who? Who would you say? I need, nobody, you, I need you to pick one person. I need you or I one situation. Yeah, one I need you to person. pick. Take, take a side. Just it, it doesn't matter. I'm just for conversation. For conversational pieces, I have to blame one person. I'm gonna say George Hill. George Hill. And I think, and I think George Hill articulated this the best. He's upset with himself because he had. If if we all had the ability, like as kids, we we dreamt, dreamt this one free throw to win the finals or to win game one of the finals, and I have that one free throw, and I'm an 80 percent foul shooter, and I miss it. I front rimmed it too. Was that a choke? It's not a choke. It's just what. It, it's just I missed the free throw. Like I got. I'm, it's not choke. A choke is when I airball it. No, but it's not. No, but, but I missed the free but throw. But a choke from an eighty percenter <laughs> in a in a crucial situation. That's a choke. If a guy shooting fifty percent from a, the, it's, I, it's 50, a learning experience. We, a we're we're going to articulate it differently. It's okay. a learning experience. Okay. If, if it's, not, it's, it's a not choke a job. <laughs> it's a choke job. If you shoot fifty percent and you get one, you're supposed you're supposed you're supposed to miss right, and you go and and that's a fifty percent free throw shooter. But that was his first set of free throws. In the game, you're an eighty percenter. That's so what you. Those do. are the most the stressful set of free throws in his entire career. <laughs> you got to make it. And he made the first, which put them in a position to win. And you could put your team up one. So if put, I wouldn't put it on Jr. Have because Jr. In, didn't cost you a point. Or have two. you have you been in a situation like that of a big game where you had to make a free throw and choked or or missed it or. In my mind, yeah. yeah. In my mind, have I've you made all that? important free throws. So I like you. You okay. have to find that information on me and and, and to, to say that I missed one. But I think I've made you all. You made the all of them. Ones. Okay. All right. It is the odd couple on your Sunday. Who is to blame for the game one loss for the Cavaliers against the Golden State game two coming up tonight at eight p.m. Eastern time. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. Rob Parker is the odd couple on your Sunday.
It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Rob Parker. That's Dante Jones. He's filling in for Chris Broussard. Happy anniversary to Chris and his wife. 23 beautiful years. You can follow Dante on Twitter at Dante1. Let me spell it again. D-A-H-N-T-A-Y. <laughs> Why do you pause with the H? I don't know. I just do that. <laughs> or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. And uh, great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. We're playing the blame game on this Sunday uh, for game one. Who do you blame? I blame LeBron James. Dante blames uh, J.R. Smith. No, Dante didn't blame J.R. Smith. I mean, I'm sorry, you said uh, uh, George Hill. I'm sorry, George Hill. A soft, a soft blame okay, on George Hill. Okay, a soft Hill. Soft, but a soft, soft one on. But, but uh, who, do, who do you blame for game one, game two coming up, 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, ABC game two in at Oracle? All right, let's go to the phones. How about Trevor in Iowa? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Trevor? Yeah, hi, guys. Great show. Um, I was just calling in. I know there's plenty of blame to go around. Um and I wanted to make a point to, to your point, uh, Rob, that uh, I, I don't think it can be overlooked uh, with LeBron and his, uh, his his dramatic body language towards his teammates at the end of the game and how that might have carried over into overtime. I think um, what it does is it casts, uh, gives the impression of doubt. And when you're the underdog, especially against the Warriors, that, that uh, can be just as detrimental having doubt in your mind as anything else when he's out there mid-court kind of um, doing what he did to JR and uh, as they go to the huddle, I think that uh, certainly didn't help their chances in overtime. Trevor, Thanks, I, I, Trevor thank you. We appreciate it. I agree with that from this standpoint. Look at it this way, Dante. Again, if you're LeBron, you got to say, we just got five minutes. We can get this. We can steal this. Oh, my God. Okay, it didn't work out. There was no guarantee. It's not like they lost. They had. They were up by one. They weren't up by one. Jr. didn't lose you a point, and you lost the game. Okay, the game is tied. Trevor. You got five minutes to get it done. Trevor, he's well, gone. Go ahead. I, well, I, 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 what Trevor, what Trevor said makes some sense. You're absolutely correct. His his body language has to be better as the leader. But that is just his. That was his natural reaction. In the moment, caught up in the moment. I, I, I would bet a, an enormous amount of money when he spoke to his teammate right after it happened, after he after he, he synthesized it and, and, and thought about everything that was going on in the course of the game, he brought it back to center and was like, you know what, let's get this. But at that point in time, he just overreacted. And that's just what some people, that's what we do in competition. When things get heated, we overreact sometimes. You don't take it personal. That's when the that's when you have the best teammates around you when they don't take things personal because it, it seems to be a little bit louder and a little bit more aggressive when you guys are going through a, a, a competition. So, yes, his body language needed to be better, but people have to start giving him energy too. Like, we, we put a lot of stress on that one individual who has to score points, who has to lead, who has to... Um, make plays, who has to defend, like he's not a robot, he's still a human being. And and part of his teammates are to give him energy to be able to dominate as well. If you give him more energy, he can do more. You understand what I'm saying? Or no? I, I, no, I do. I, I so do. who I gives do. him, on this team right now, my problem with, the only problem with the team is who gives him energy. I, Everybody's taking energy from him. I get it. But who gives him, only maybe Ty Lue. 
Right. I get that part. And don't get me wrong, LeBron put on an unbelievable show. But it all went for naught because when overtime showed up, LeBron didn't show up. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes the overtime doesn't go your way. The team that usually comes back usually wins the overtime. It's called momentum swings. And Golden State already had the momentum of their home crowd to push them through overtime. You have to give them the credit for that. It wasn't like it was on a neutral site. They played outside. It was a, It's in Golden no, State. No, no, there's no doubt. So that. they had momentum going into overtime. They had that edge going into it. It's just It just went the other way. You're absolutely correct. 877-99 on Fox. What about Todd in Portland? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Todd? Hey, guys. How you doing? Rob, what's up? I'm the guy that uh, interviewed you for that children's newspaper way back wow what's up on that i I remember that thank you buddy um hey man i'm a coach i've been coaching aau and high school i mean i i know a little bit about the game from a coaching perspective i would have i'm going to put the blame on ty lue he just looked lost not the overtime that was a momentum thing and that it was probably done at that point but when jr got that board before all of that happened I would have been in the refs here, hey, we're going to get a timeout if we get a possession. I would have told every player, if we get it, call a timeout. He didn't do sh- Oh, sorry. Oh. He didn't do anything. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Oh. I mean, that is a simple coaching rule that I do, and I'm just coaching high school. All right, Let Todd, thank you. Know. Appreciate it. Yes or no? When they're in the huddle, you've been in those huddles. I, I Look, as a guy who's covered the NBA since 1987, I sat close, courtside, I listened in. I remember a game, you ready for this, hmm? where the, the Nets are playing Boston at the old Boston Garden. Willis Reed was the coach. And in the timeout, Willis Reed said the Nets were, were really bad and they were beating the Larry Bird, Robert Parrish Celtics, right, a game that they should not win. And they're leading with the ball. Willis Reed says to the team in the timeout, do not shoot the ball under any circumstance. They will foul you, you make your free throws, and we'll win this game. That's what. And there was a a rookie on the team named Chris Morris who who gets the ball and passes the ball to somebody. No, he shoots the ball when he gets the pass and misses a layup. Robert Parrish gets the rebound, call timeout. Larry Bird hits a jumper, and they lose the game. And my point is, you don't think Tyrone, Lou, talked to them about what the score was, what should be done coming out of that timeout? Do you think there was anything? I, I don't because the difference between my man who just called in and said that and, and what Ty, Ty's job is, as as pro coaches, they tend to take for granted how much some people do not know in time and score. So they don't have the responsibility of teaching kids on how to respond in these situations. Sometimes you automatically assume they know what to do. Wow. And you should like you, you're you're dealing with a bunch of veterans. You don't have you don't have you're not teaching a young team. Right. You're not coaching a a team who hasn't been here before. You're you're coaching guys who've been in these situations. Who's before. won a championship? Right. Who won a championship? Right. And and yes, should he have said that in his huddle? Yes. But if if, if I had, if I was a betting man, I would say that he would he, he encouraged George Hill after you, after you knock this free throw down. This is what we're going to do. No fouls. We have this 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 and this. Did he anticipate George missing the free throw? I don't think so. And. In order to make that comment, you would have to put doubt into George's head. You get what I'm saying? No, you'd, I, have to, I, you'd have to say, well, if George misses it, then this is what we're going to do. Well, but but George, have, I want you to go make it. But you, so have, then, but so, you also have to be prepared. I mean, but you have to be prepared. Right? But, 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 but see, that's where, that's where coaching dynamics change a little bit because if your personality is to be positive and assume greatness for your players, because sometimes you can project that on them. Once you knock this down, this is what we're doing. 
But if you give them an alter, if you give them an alternate on that one, you put down his mind that you what think you, that he might miss what it, have you and, said? That, and that could be screwed up. But then, I think that is the, that is the job of the players. That's why you see a lot of college college teams huddle before every free throw line that we take for granted. So if I was ever to be a coach, I would kind of continue that. That's why that's what, what Coach K taught one of one, most of his his captains to do. Right. To, every time you get a free throw. Bring your teammates together and let them know what is going on throughout the course of the game. Do not take that for granted. All right. That's one thing I've carried on. We're going to take uh, more of your phone calls. We also have a special guest coming up, our buddy Sekou Smith from uh, NBA uh, TV. Uh, Also, LeBron's legacy is absolutely on the line during the NBA Finals. We'll talk uh, talk to you uh, about that coming up next. But first, let's check out what's trending with Mr. David Gascon. Gentlemen, good afternoon. We're getting ourselves ready for game number two, the NBA Finals. One guy that's a bit banged up, LeBron James. Uh, he got poked in the eye in game number one. And he talked about his status moving forward. It's, uh, it's better. It doesn't look better, but the docs told me it's better. It's just going through a stages right now of recovering, but it looks worse than it did um, during the game, but it feels better. He's continued to take some eye drops and also antibiotics. Andre Iguodala is listed as doubtful for tonight's game, and also Clay Thompson rolled up ankle and all is questionable. Tip-off time from Oracle Arena is at 8 o'clock Eastern. In Major League Baseball, Dodgers and Rockies are tied at 7 apiece. Max Muncy for L.A., 2 for 4, 2 home runs, and 4 runs driven in. Logan Forsythe, 2 for 4 as well. San Francisco is on top of Philadelphia, 5-1. Andrew McCutcheon is 4th home run of the season. Michael Waka improves to 7-1 this season for St. Louis. He went 8 strong innings of one hit ball, had eight strikeouts in the Cardinals' 5-0 victory over Pittsburgh. White Sox 6-1 winners over the Brewers. Yankees and Orioles postponed because of weather until late August, the 25th, in fact. And the Cubbies shut out the Mets earlier today in New York, 2-0. John Lester picking up the W going seven innings. He's 6-2 this year. Gentlemen? All right, appreciate it, Mr. Gascon. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which is easier. Rob Parker and uh, Dante Jones, it's the odd couple. Dante filling in for Chris Broussard, and we welcome in our guest, Sekou Smith, a longtime buddy of mine and friend from NBA TV and the Hangtime Podcast. Sekou, what's happening? Rob, hey, listen, before we get started, man, you, you got to take it easy on Tom Brady. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's too much. Uh, even, too much. Even, even during uh, the offseason, right? I, I, mixed, <laughs> I mixed in a little Tom Brady earlier. Like, uh, you know I did. But, Koo, uh, before we jump into uh, the, the finals and what's going on game two coming up at 8 p.m. Eastern, I did tell you it was going to be the same old story in the finals. I just want you to know the last time you were on me and you argued about that. You did. You did. And, look. I thought Houston had a chance. Um, you know, I covered the Rockets from the start of the playoffs until they got eliminated. Until Chris Paul got hurt, I really thought they had a chance, Rob, to shake this thing up. I thought Boston might shake it up on the other side. But, uh, you know, but a best of seven means that the best team wins. And, and the two best teams made it. And here we are again for round four, you know, of Warriors-Cavaliers. There you go. Hey, Sekou, uh, does do the Warriors have a problem with uh, Kevin Durant? What's going on? No, they got a problem with Andre Iguodala and Clay Thompson. They got to make sure those two guys are healthy. Um, this idea that KD is struggling or that he's having a bad playoffs is comical to me. I mean, he's still getting buckets. Uh, it's not looking as easy as it did last year, 
But that was his first time around with the Warriors. You know, people weren't used to this group together. Now I think, you know, people have gotten uh, comfortable figuring out how to deal with them. And uh, so it's, it's not looking as smooth as it did last year. But a problem? No, I don't think they got a problem with KD. Yeah, he just doesn't look the same. I mean, I, I'm with you. He wound up having, what, 26 points in the, in the game? But, yeah, but it, just did, it just didn't feel good. It wasn't a feel-good 26. Yeah, well, I think part of that has been because KD is making it tougher on himself, you know, Rob, in that he's looking at mismatches and things that historically, you know, he was able to exploit when he was in Oklahoma City. But he doesn't have to do that with this Warriors team. You move the ball and get it back, you know, and you get easier shots instead of trying to ISO and play one-on-one basketball and, and take those tougher shots. So he's just got to remember – that he's no longer, you know, wearing that Thunder uniform. He's got to start playing like, you know, like he did last year in the playoffs and remembering that, you know, he's got other weapons on the floor. He's got to share the ball, move without the ball, and then get it back for better shots. Well, Sekou, this is Dante Jones here. How you doing today, brother? Good, um, man. What's happening? I agree with you on that point because I think that's what Andre Iguodala is, is – Andre Iguodala not playing, that's what that's, they're missing. The playmaking of somebody else kind of taking the decision-making out of his hands, and he just has to be a scorer. And when he's at squirrel, he's at his best. But when he's trying to make plays, that makes it a little different. He's he's overthinking the game a little bit. But how do you see this series going? Nothing. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I, I did not expect Cleveland to put the pressure on them the way they did in Game One. Um, and then talking to the Cavaliers yesterday, they have supreme confidence against the Warriors. Man, I don't I don't know if it's coming back from that three-one deficit a couple years ago. As you know, sometimes that's the kind of thing that gives you confidence against the team. It makes you believe no matter what, you got a chance to go out there and, and ball with them. And I just feel like Cleveland does not fear the Warriors the way some other teams do. They have absolutely no fear, you know, when they face them. And they got LeBron. You know, when you have that dude on your side, it makes it a lot easier to go out and play free. He's got some guys that need to get more comfortable on the stage. George Hill, you know, some of these guys who have never been here. But if, if J.R. Smith can rebound and, you know, Kevin Love and these guys that have been here before – can get their mind around this matchup again, I think it's going to be a very competitive series. See, Sekou, I, I'm exact opposite. I'm more convinced before the series started I had four a four-game sweep for Golden State. That, can LeBron play any better than he already played? He played a great game, and they still couldn't get a W. He got help from his teammates. They they were in position to win a game. If I'm If I'm Cleveland, I feel like, we did everything we could do. We still didn't win, and Golden State didn't play as well as it can play. No, we. There, there's that's, some that's the way I felt too. But then I, like I said, talking to these guys, seeing them around town here. You know, I was walking yesterday, stopped and, and saw one of the assistant coaches, talked to him for a while. They don't. They don't feel like that, Rob. They, they're not shell shocked. They're not dragging them. You know, all of that baggage from the other night into this game. They. You got to remember, they've been against this Warriors team on this stage three years prior to this. They don't fear them. There's no, you know, there, there's no trepidation about being in this moment. And when you got enough guys on that Cavaliers roster that feel like they can get this done, they, they feel like they can make this a, a longer series than a lot of us do. I, look, I'm with you. My wife would love to see me come home after four. I got a honey-do list as long as I understand, But it's, it's not happening. I told her, I said, put it away. This thing's going, this thing's going five or six games. I, th- I think that's guaranteed. All right, uh, we're talking with Sekou Smith from NBA TV and the Hangtime Podcast. Sekou, no sellout in Golden State for Game 1. People are tired of watching Jaws 4. 
They've seen the movie. How in the world they got a non-sellout in Golden State? What was that all about? Well, I don't know. What was it? Three, three no, there was a, there were tickets uh, 15 minutes before game time. Darren Rebell from ESPN reported there were uh, hundreds of tickets left. I don't know. This, this place was packed the other night. And, you know, is, is there a little fatigue maybe, you know, for some fans? Sure. You know, some fans don't want to see the same teams over and over again. But I guarantee you, there, there'll be bodies in the seats tonight. And, and you know when we get to Cleveland, no matter what the, the ledger is, it's going to be packed out because they, they know they could be watching LeBron play in a Cavaliers uniform for the last time. So I'm not worried about it. I think the better game you get, the more games we get like game one where it's down to the wire and these two teams competing at the highest level, you won't have to worry about how many tickets you got left 10 minutes before tip-off. What about LeBron? I, great game until when it mattered most in overtime, 0 for 4, just two free throws oh, in overtime. Oh, here he goes with this. And, and He's still on this one. They didn't get it done. I mean, that game was there for the take and say, cool. You can, everybody could talk, and I'll bring in Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw for uh, 500 yards, but in the last two and a half minutes, he fumbled the football and cost the Patriots the Super Bowl. LeBron didn't show up in overtime. He has to take the brunt of it. Yeah, you're testing our friendship. <laughs> talking bad about Tom Brady, Rob, but... But, no, look, they, they blacked out after J.R. had that gaffe at the end of regulation. I mean, and, and we all, Dante, you know it. Right. I'm trying to explain the, it to him He thought the game man. was won, man. He thought it was over, and, you know, and it just took the win completely out of whatever the Cavaliers had going. And over time, the Warriors also did something that I think they needed to do all playoffs. And they, they rediscovered they got the best catch-and-shoot player in the league and Klay Thompson roaming around this court. And when they find him and he can break the game wide open with those deep uh, deep shots, that's when they get really dangerous because then you got KD and Steph to worry about, and then here comes Clay knocking down daggers. So, I mean, it. the Warriors may have found a little something in overtime, and I think the Cavaliers went to sleep after blowing a game that they clearly could have had won, and it, and it damaged them emotionally. But I think it was that game only. I don't know if it's carrying over to tonight. All right. Hey, Sekou, always a pleasure. We enjoy your work. Keep doing your thing, brother, all right? Appreciate y'all, man. And leave Tom alone. <laughs> Sekou <laughs> Smith from NBA TV and the Hang Time Podcast. And like I said, LeBron's legacy is absolutely on the line during these NBA finals. I'll tell you why. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Rob Parker. He is Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. You can follow Dante on Twitter at dante one or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1, and we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Our telephone number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And uh, let's jump back to the calls. People want to. We're playing the blame game. Who are you blaming for the game one loss? Game two coming up tonight, eight p.m. Eastern on ABC. Golden State trying to take a commanding two nothing lead. Uh, coming up. What about Mel in Florida? You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Mel? Yo, what's up, man? This is fellow high school basketball coach here, like the other guy. Look, y'all talking about who's to blame. <laughs> Let's blame Golden State. Golden State has put it on Cleveland. They didn't exactly do it the way they should have, but they made sure that they stayed within reach of that game. They had a guy against them who put up 51 points, and they never flinched. They have great quarter awareness. And their precision down the stretch is far superior than anything Cleveland could have done. Now, for the record, J.R. Smith grabbed a rebound 
off of a miss from a free throw. So I blame uh, George Hill on a free throw miss. But you got to blame LeBron just a little bit. But more importantly, I do blame Cleveland because I, mean, I blame Golden State because Golden State, I mean, they're a two-time champion for a reason. Uh, okay. Right. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Mel. We appreciate it. You got to okay. take. Uh, Mel, um, you, so you're saying blame Golden State or give them credit for the win because they never panicked. But they did panic because somehow they got this uh, charge turned to a block. Like there were things that altered the you destiny played in the league of for that a long game. time, and you know home teams get calls, right? And so then championship teams get calls. So they unravel on the road. They're they're ten, they, they have a tendency to unravel on the road and not be as precise as you might say on the road. When you have your home crowd behind you, you tend to have a little bit more confidence, and they are they are more front runners than anything. And it's a combination of the change calls by the ref or non calls by the refs, the home atmosphere that they had, a couple a, a missed free throw by George Hill. Because we're talking about if George Hill makes his free throw, it's a different type of situation out there. Like they have to go down and score. There's pressure on them, right? And, and, the and they have it, right? Seconds, and, right. And, and KD has to be has to be the man. They have to go to KD and, and make something happen. And 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 that's what we're dealing with. If one free throw was made by an 80, 81% free throw shooter. Yep, but he choked it down and they <laughs> lost. 877-99 on Fox. Now hear me out, Dante, on this. This is why LeBron is, when he loses this NBA championship here, this is the finals. I can't wait to hear He that. will be officially eliminated from the GOAT talk. No. Here's why you have to take LeBron out. <sighs> Steph Curry will have three NBA championships just like LeBron James in the LeBron James era. Steph Curry will have won three championships in four trips, and LeBron will have won three in nine trips. He can't be in the GOAT conversation if one of your contemporaries has as many championships as you and also beat you three out of four times. And the one time you didn't beat them, Golden State choked. They were up three to one. And they choked that down. They, the, so the, the Golden State the Warriors goal. that year, remember, 73-9, and nine, they hadn't lost two games all year, and they lost three games in a row, including two at home. It was a choke job. So my point is, LeBron can't be the greatest player of all time when other players in his own era have as many championships and have eaten off of LeBron James to get those championships. So your GOAT, there were other teams that... That won championships in that in that span. When Michael Jordan played, no, you mean to tell me Michael won all the championships? No, he didn't in, in, in his time period. But because Michael, another- but Michael, but Michael won his fair share, and he gets credit for him. And no, he won all his of them. Teams Six. won them. No, Six. these are not the Michael Jordan championships. They don't hang in his house. These are Chicago Bulls championships. Help me out, Dante. News, newsflash. And then Steph Curry's playing on one of the greatest teams of all time. There, it's not the Steph Curry show. I I hate to ruin this for for you guys out there. It's not the Steph Curry show. Steph, many, Steph Curry is not the go-to guy. How many championships Steph Curry, Steph is, Curry have Steph Curry win? is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. I I, I totally believe I that. Don't, I don't. I don't. He helps his. That. He's. He, you're you're crazy if you don't. I don't. Because but, but name is the biggest shot he's made in the postseason. That one. But he's the greatest shooter. He never made he a can, big shot. He, but, never. But he's the greatest shooter. He may not be the most clutch player. That's okay. a different conversation. Well, but, that, but he's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. You can't be and the he greatest shooter if you're team. not a clutch shooter. Yes, you can. No, because you can. there are some clutch shooters who are not great shooters. So um, he's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Like, MJ wasn't a great shooter. He was a great clutch shooter. 
He's not the greatest shooter of all time. No one said he, he was the greatest shooter. Oh, but he's the greatest clutch shooter. So that so in, your, in your equation, was. I thought LeBron no, 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 was. LeBron, LeBron is, but I'm giving you your guy to help help you soothe you through this and walk you through this. Oh, analogy. is that what you're doing? Okay, so you cannot be. You, he's he's the Steph is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. But he gives spacing for his team. He makes great shots for his team. But that's all he gives you. So he's not the he's not necessarily that team is not a best player. Team, it's a great team. All those, all those pieces work for the greater good of winning a championship. If you take one piece out, like you're seeing right now, it's it's vulnerable. If you take Andre Iguodala out of that out of that equation, they're vulnerable defensively. With Andre Iguodala on the floor, I don't think LeBron gets close to fifty because it's more more defenders coming at LeBron James. He wear him down. He has to do different things. Andre has an impact on the game that is not necessarily statistically there, but it's there on the imprint of the game. There's no doubt he was an MVP of, right. of a finals, so, right. and so, he wasn't even a starting so player. Steph so is not even, is not, is not even a, a finals MVP. Right. So we cannot say Steph Curry has Steph more. Steph Curry won. The Golden State Warriors championships Steph Curry in the will era. have three championships the just Golden like LeBron. The Golden State Warriors. But just if, like if, LeBron. I'm, if, I, okay, if this is Steph Curry's team, then Steph would have said, you know what, KD? Nah, we don't want you. But they won without him. Exactly. But they That's won. what I'm saying. But they so, won without so if, him. If, 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 if this is Steph Curry no, had team. No, they not won, Dante, I would buy that. But he won without KD. Right. And he won one without KD. Right. Check this out. So if it's, if it's Steph Curry's team and Steph is like, this this is my team. You know what? We won one without, without you, KD. We don't need you because we can get it again. We just happened to lose that last one. But we'll get back and we'll take it over. No, Steph was like, you know what, KD? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Because I see that we're vulnerable. And I see that we can be beat, so I got to go add the second, second to third best player in the NBA on my team. If it's my team, it's not Steph's team; it's KD's team. That's K. No, no, no. no I apologize. I'm wrong on that. It's not KD or Steph's team. It's a great team. See, there is it's, no, and, it's nobody's and, and team. And KD only but LeBron but, has a team. But even it's the Spurs, it wasn't like it was. It was yes, Tim, it was. It Tim, was Tim Duncan's. It was team. not because yes, when they was. won the first one, it wasn't Tim Duncan's team. It wasn't. What Tim Duncan? David was, Robinson was the man on that team. He won four though. But, wait, but don't you know tell me it wasn't Tim Duncan's it, team. It wasn't. Tim wasn't. Tim. Tim was the main guy. He was not. David Robinson was the main guy. What in one in one championship? Right for the first one. Yes. But I'm talking about the other four. The last one, he wasn't the main guy. He wasn't the leading scorer. He was, a, he, he was the most dominant by his approach to the game, and I have an appreciation for that defensively and offensively. But. They're, they were a team. They are a great team, the San Antonio Spurs. And so are the Golden State Warriors. A great team. I'm done. 877-99 on Fox. We'll take more of your phone calls and continue to talk about it. But I really believe this. It'll be hard for LeBron fans to make that argument with just another L in a, in a championship. You can't lose this often and, and still have people thinking that you're the, the greatest of all time. It just doesn't even make sense. Why aren't the Buffalo Bills considered a great, uh, one of the greatest football teams ever that, that went to the Super Bowl four straight years? Because they lost. So, so Because they lost. Quick, 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 quick. Because they lost. We'll it, get to that. I'm, I'm going to get to you. <laughs> but uh, we're one hour away from the uh, Cavs and Warriors game two. Stay with us. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio on your Sunday. I'm Rob Parker. That's Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. You can follow Dante on Twitter at Dante1, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. 
Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Tip-off less than an hour away from the Oracle in uh, Oakland. Game two of the NBA Finals. Warriors up one nothing, And uh, this just in, it's official. Andre Iguodala is officially ruled out for game two. We figured that he won playing, but it is official now. And uh, now we welcome in our guest, Adonal Foyle, uh, a 13-year NBA v- uh, veteran from ABC7 Bay Area Warriors postgame uh, analyst. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at A-F-O-Y-L-E-3131. Adonal, what's happening? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm uh, looking forward to the game today. Hey, Adonal, this is Dante. Uh, What's up, <laughs> <Your> man? <laughs> uh, since, since Andre is not playing tonight, please explain to this man right here sitting next to me the impact <laughs> that Andre has on that team because I have an appreciation for what Andre is out there on the, on the court, and I see that him as the quarterback, he makes plays, he's unselfish, he defends, but I want to hear your take on what he, what, what he brings to that team that they're going to be missing in this game too. Well, I mean, you're talking about an NBA uh, Finals MVP. So, I mean, Andre is, is, is really hugely important to our team. And I think, you know, uh, primarily is that he's not afraid of the moment. Uh, he's uh, defensively one of the, the most stable people on that team besides Draymond Green. I mean, he's been doing it uh, all his career. But he came here, you know, as, as, a, as an all-star and really integrated himself as being kind of not just the leader in the locker room, but the leader and the coach. You see him make plays after plays after plays every single time he's in the floor defensively. We spark this team offensively. So, you know, the Warriors is, is an interesting team. They're great shooters, but they're better shooters when they get turnovers and they're able to run. Um, everybody, you can take a lot of threes in the half court, but you need to take threes, um, you know, when when it's uh, when, when you're in a, in a motion offense, and they've been able to do that consistently. And and Andre has been at the at the tip of the spear. Adano, what about the, how did the Warriors react? Obviously, you win Game One, uh, an incredible win when it looked uh, pretty bleak late in the game. But do they look at it and say, okay, we got lucky, we you know we didn't play our best, maybe and we got a win, and LeBron did his thing and still didn't come away with a win. Do you think they feel confident going into game two, or is there still a little question mark about just them playing and not playing as well as perhaps maybe they would have thought of in game one? Well, I think you have to look at that game. There's so many things that happen in that game. If I was Steve Curry, the things that I worried about is that uh, LeBron was able to squash the third quarter run uh, of the Warriors. That's something that we have been doing consistently all year. In the third quarter, we tend to eliminate teams off the floor, and we haven't been able to do that in the first game. So I think that that's point one. Point two, when you look at uh, rebounding and, and what they have been able to do in, in this that game, um, you know that's going to be something that Steve wanted to attention to. Uh, Fifty-three to thirty-eight. Um, uh, you know, kind of disparaging in favor of Cleveland. Um, so I think that's going to be something you want to look at. Uh, I, I think points in the paint, uh, you look at what LeBron is able to do. Um, he's able to take uh, take the run away from the Warriors in the third quarter. So when you look at that game, you said, okay, we made a lot of mistakes down the stretch, but we had a chance to win that game. So I think that part of what they're going to look at is maybe opportunities of where you have to probably double LeBron at some point. 
but he's such a great passer and he's in the top of the floor, which makes it difficult to do. So you're going to look at some of the things, but you, what you're saying is that only LeBron and Love is able to have a major impact offensively at the game. So could you take that and still have a chance, you know, to win at the end? And, you know, but um, it, this, this to me, I wouldn't take the first game lightly. I think the first game is a blueprint of what uh, the, the impact of LeBron and this, and this team. And, and, and I think the Warriors are going to say, we got away with one, but now is our chance to play our best uh, version of, of, of the game. Adonal Foyle, a uh, 13-year NBA veteran and ABC7 Bay Area Warriors uh, post-game uh, analyst joining us here on the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Donald, um, yeah, you're exactly correct. I, I, I believe LeBron and Ty did a good job in that third quarter of stopping you guys, stopping the, the, the Warriors' runs because of, number one, Ty calling timeouts to stop the bleeding when they went up like seven twice and to reorganize the team and, and get them focused back in the right way because what they what the Warriors have a tendency to do is put a lot of points up in a row and then you it starts to just seem like a burden you you can't get rid of. However, they doubled LeBron one time and that was the last possession where he had to pass to George Hill. And I know spectators at home are looking like, why don't you just double him? And yeah, you spoke to it the fact that he is such a great passer and he's bigger than anyone you can that can double him. So he can pass out of that easily, and then it makes those other guys make big shots. What do you think they can do to stop him coming up in this next game? Because they've seen him score 50 and almost have a chance to lose that game. Yeah, I think that that's going to be one of the interesting decisions that, uh, that Coach Kerr is going to make tonight is that are you satisfied with him scoring 50 if you get a victory? Uh, the, the way the game played out, I don't think they're going to feel very confident with that because he can technically score 60. I think he's still, <laughs> he could put up a lot more points than that. But I think you have to be strategic about how you double him. I mean, the thing about LeBron besides his passing is that he's a, he's a good student of the game. So he knows the places and the flow. And if you notice where he takes most of his ISO, it's the top of the key. I mean, uh, Dirk Nowitzki uh, did that for years and years. It's a very, very difficult area to, to, to trap a player with his skill set. But I think what you can do is you can make it sporadic. So you can, uh, you can double him as soon as he comes across half court, uh, but not make it predictable. So I think the main thing is not, not make him feel comfortable. Bring different people from different positions so he doesn't really, he can't read it right away. So if you do that and you don't do it consistently, you have him looking around to see where he, where, where the defense coming from, where the second help coming from. That can slow him down a little bit, but I think that's all you're trying to do is to figure out how do you affect him at the margin, and hopefully you can keep everybody else at bay. What's what's the deal with uh, Kevin Durant? I know he wound up with 26. They won. Uh, he just he looks like he's off. Help me out. What what am I what am I watching here? He doesn't look like the same player from a year ago. So for, for me, the biggest issue with the Warriors this year and the ones, the thing that we've been dealing with is there's two systems at play. Uh, the Warriors function best in a motion system. And clearly, KD can get his shot in that system, but everybody gets the shot in that system. The second system is the isolation system. KD feels much more comfortable in that system. and But he is one of the the few people in that system besides Steph that can get the shot up. So the rest of the team looks sluggish. And you, and the, I think that became very vivid 
in the in the Houston series where you see him, he was at the point of the ball and Steph was playing off a little bit. The system doesn't work as well because um, I think that for him, whereas he's so comfortable, the rest of the team was standing and watching. And the Warriors is not very effective in that system. So I think that's the push-pull of what's been happening all year consistently. So I think for KD, because he's such a gifted player, we have to, Steve is going to have to find a moment in the game where he can go ISO, but not have it become the primary offense of, of the Warriors. If it does, I think you play into Cleveland, into Cleveland's hands. So, uh, but he has to know, one of the things that I was most impressed when KD came to the Warriors that I did not know he had in his game was his defense. He was blocking shots. He was rotating. He was almost like playing a, a, a post player in the back of the zone, eliminating things that happens. That were the breakdown. The breakdown that happened at the top of the key. He was eliminated at the basket with shot blocking. That has gone down. I think he needs to get back to being more focused on his defensive assignment. And, and the thing about the Warriors, and it's been true since. Since this team has been in, uh, in, in, since Steph Curry came to this team and they've been playing as great as they have, which is everybody thinks their offense leads to defense, and it's always been the opposite. They play a hundred times better when they focus on defense, which leads to open court offense, and that's when they're most dangerous. And I think sometimes they forget that. So for me, I want to see Katie get back to getting rebounds. Uh, blocking shots, he could score against anybody, but it's a lot easier when you when you're doing it in a fast break situation than doing it in the half court. O'Donnell, last thing, real quick. I got the Warriors by twelve or fifteen, and I still a little more. I think they'll be up two zero and en route to a four zero sweep. What do you got tonight? I think this is going to be an interesting game. I think for, for one is uh, there is a blueprint here. If LeBron keeps the game close, they have a chance to win down the stretch. Uh, the Warriors have been executing as well in the in the last uh, few months uh, as, they, as they could and, and as they have done in the past. Um, but I, I, I do think that uh, with LeBron in the code, I am unwilling to come to out at any moment in the game because – to me, is that I haven't seen the best version of ourselves yet as a Warriors team. I've seen this team, you know, at its absolute best when everything they do on the floor, they're in sync. And I haven't seen that team yet. I haven't seen a team that played 48 minutes from, you know, the beginning uh, to the end. So to me, I still think, you know, Cleveland could win a game, uh, a game or two in this series. Uh, but a lot of things have to go well their way. They have to have some more people off the bench. Going, uh, I think tonight Di is going to try to redeem himself. I think he's going to come out uh, ready to play. I know LeBron is going to be ready. The question is, what are the other people doing in the team? If they show up, I mean, they took as many threes in the last game as the Warriors did. I mean, I think it was 36-37. So clearly, you know, if, if, if threes are falling and things happening, anything can happen in a game like this. I, I, I'm unwilling right at this point to go on the record to say Warriors and fall. All right, Adonald Foyle, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining the Odd Couple right here on Fox Sports Radio. Brian Colangelo, his burner account might be, turn out to be a blessing in disguise for Sixers fans. I'll explain that next. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Rob Parker. He's Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. You can follow Dante on Twitter at Dante1, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. 
And, uh, you know, what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico got, geico.com 15 minutes ago. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. And, Dante, people have been trying to get in. Let's get a couple of these quick calls, and then we'll uh, also talk about this whole Philly thing, Brian Calangelo and LeBron James potentially going there next season. Uh, Daryl in Austin, you're on Fox Sports Radio. Daryl, what's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Can you hear me all right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I wanted to say that, you know, there, you can't put a blame on anyone because basketball has so many transitional factors from the uh, – from the first quarter all the way down to the uh, last seconds of the, you know, at the fourth quarter. At the end of the day, you know, they went in the overtime 0-0. Uh, I will say and LeBron, that, And LeBron know, missed four you. shots in overtime, so why can't we blame LeBron? He was 0-4. You can't. Well, look at, look at him, and, you know, he brought him back in the third quarter. Look at no, all but, but, but you just said it was 0-0 going into overtime. That's Le- right. So LeBron was terrible. He was terrible <laughs> in overtime. It's, it's, that happens. That's the nature of the beast. I played. I'm 63 years old. I played basketball all my life. Sometimes I can't buy a bucket. That's just the nature of the beast. But you know, LeBron. At the end of the day, LeBron puts in 100. percent Whether the bucket goes in or not, he gets rebounds. He plays both sides of the court. The thing is, is when you get down to the last seconds and you're sitting on the foul line, you have to anticipate. You know, you gotta look at the clock. If I get the rebound, what I'm gonna do? You know. Jr. Smith is a, a veteran, just in baseball too. You know, is a is a guy on first and second base. The guys in the infield have to anticipate. You got to know where, you got to know where you're going with the ball and what you're doing. Dale, thanks for the <laughs> phone call. Appreciate it. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. What about uh, Clive in uh, Fort Lauderdale? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Yes, yes, Rob. Um, my thing with your idea is that the two minute report states that the referees made. A ton of mistakes going into that. Yeah, but but Clive, it still was zero zero in overtime. uh, Cleveland still had a chance to win. Rob, you cannot do a match problem and get the answer without dealing with this stuff that brings you to the answer. The ref deliberately gave away that game because they should never even have. Clive, do you really replay. believe that? Do you believe that they deliberately did? Why? Why in the world? Why? Rob, there is no view from any side that said he was anywhere close to the line. That means if he wasn't, there should have been no replay. All right, Clive, we appreciate it. You believe that? that, that, I t- that, that I totally the, re- the referees it. wanted to cheat LeBron? No, I, I just, Come on the, now. The referees' mistakes had an outcome on the game. Not only did it change the possessions and how much they should have been up, but what it did, it took energy away from the team that it – that it gave energy to one side and took energy away LeBron from the other side. LeBron shouldn't even so be that here. that leads to – what do you mean? What do you mean? Don't you remember against uh, against uh, um, Indiana when he had the uh, goaltending that they didn't call? Do you remember that? I don't remember Oh, that. you don't remember that? No, yeah, it was a bad I, call. I conveniently that don't remember Yeah, that. I know you don't remember that. It's funny. People always so, – Tell me, so there are four controversial plays in that quarter. No, but I'm but just one saying, block. Yeah. He should, but that, oh, okay. That, that was at the end of the game. That that was a big play. That was that, a big that, play. That play that play happened so fast. I get how they can make that mistake. However, it Why? was go to the it, replay. Time out, time out. To, to reverse that other call, it, it wasn't even close. It wasn't like his foot was close to the line. It wasn't close. So they just wanted to be able to to do something with the call. KD's a star in his own right. They gave KD a star at home. You know how it goes in the NBA. But that's not you the only the, mistake. you play in the NBA? Even, okay, let's say, let's say you, you, you know how it works. You, you know I, that. I do, I do, I do understand now. how that works, yes. But 
That, the free throw violation, the non-call on LeBron, the strip, which shouldn't have been a, which, which shouldn't have been a foul. Like there were m- multiple mistakes in that game, in that in that fourth and quarter that cost him the game. And all those mistakes, Dante. And then you take LeBron energy out of this up from away from the team to win the game because you feel like you're getting screwed. No, it was, but you still have a chance. You got five minutes to beat the Warriors. I get, I get How that. many points did KD have in, in overtime? Do you know? Don't care. He had two. So so you had a chance. He had two points. So all I'm saying is, LeBron so had two and KD had two. Right, but it, he could have played better than that, LeBron, and they could have won the game. Gotcha. That's all. Gotcha. Okay. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. All right, now Brian Colangelo, help me out. Do you have a burner phone or another phone where you're tweeting about how no good burner you were phone, no about, burner accounts over here? About man. about I no mean, way. what do you what do you make of this? If first of all, if you're a player and you hear that this guy is, I can't trust him. Ripping ripping players, trying to make himself look good. I mean, this is like, how is he still the GM? He should be fired. He should have been fired. Once he admitted to it, I, I don't need a guy like that around. If if it's true, right, and I'm a player, I can't trust him. I can't trust my career in his hands. So if I'm a free agent, I don't want to go and be a part of that organization. If I'm drafted there, then I have to look over my shoulder at all points in times, and any interactions we have together are going to be murky. Like I'm not going to be able to confide in him and, and, and give that organization everything I have because I don't know who's leading my organization, and that's, and that's, and that's super unfortunate for the guys that are there. But it works out for Philadelphia. It really could because David Griffin could be the uh, right. The, yeah, and I, could and, be the GM and, to replace Brian Colangelo. And then who's he's close with? Who LeBron James? Right. And then they work the magic, and before you know it, they got their own three players that people are Simmons and. Uh, <laughs> And in this, and in this theory of yours, Embiid which, which and LeBron makes sense. I mean, it, 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 it works out, and then LeBron still gets to dominate the East. You don't have to worry about all the bad team, all the tough teams in the West, and then all he has to do is figure out how to win, beat one of those good teams in the West, not have to win and be worried about making it to the finals if he comes out West with the upstart Lakers. So, if if if, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But yes. however, if this is the case. And David Griffin falls into your laps, and you're a Sixers fan. That is that is gold. That is a guy who can turn that roster into something special, and who can attract LeBron James. You're absolutely correct. However, if you get LeBron James, you lose a lot of your shooting. I say that because JJ Redick is making twenty million dollars. So JJ is a big piece of that team. He's averaging what seventeen points a game. He's he spaces the floor to allow Ben and Joel to be able to work, and he would allow LeBron to be able to work. But you would have to say, you know what, JJ? I know you made twenty last year. Come take this two and a half. And in my book, twenty and two and a half are not even close. And somebody's going to pay JJ enough and give him a role to be happy to win a championship. But everybody tells a, me all capacity. All the players want to play for LeBron. There's got to be some shooters out there who go take the two and a half. To but win then a your other two, your other two shooters are on minimum deals, and they were they were they were bought in um with at the end of at the end of the trade deadline. So. They are looking to make money. They don't want to make minimum, and that's what you basically have for them is minimum. They may be able to share uh, uh, an exception or two, but they want to make as much as they can. LeBron has plenty of money. He could take a a, a $5 discount. 5%. Why would I take a $5 discount to go play over there? Because Joel Embiid is not going to be in a in a uh, complimentary role. And why I say that, I say Chris Bosh was smart enough to be a third to be a third 
wheel. That's th- what he was. Just say I, I don't want to call him a third he wheel. He wasn't that, third That's a disrespect wheel. to him. But okay, if we he say was. if we say he's a third a third option, third wheel, because Just he sat it. and he was a complimentary player. He rebounded, he defended, and he made open shots. But Joel Embiid is at the beginning of his career, and he, I don't think he's smart enough to know that is how my legacy is going to be defined. He wants to be dominant. He wants to be the best player in the league, and he's going to fight LeBron for that title because he feels like he is the best, which he should. He's, a, he's an amazing talent. So if you put those two on the same team, I don't think Joel is going to take a step back so the team can take a step forward. And then you have Ben Simmons on the team. And while he's great at what he does, he's going to be rookie of the year. He can't throw this, the ball in the ocean from anywhere except in front of the basket, honestly and truly. How do you, how do you have a couple, 18 points? Because he he's, he's a, a force of nature. He gets out in transition. He makes plays. He can get to the basket. But he needs spacing. And LeBron is not a shooter, per se, to get spacing from. So you would take all his shooting away and add LeBron, and there would be in a little bit of a catch-22 because he's still evolving as a player. So the health of Joel and the health of Ben would be a lot of stress on LeBron for a season because if Joel doesn't play, then you 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 let a you you took a whole lot of talent and a whole lot of the cap spaces up with nothing. So it's just jo- it's just Ben and Bron, and they're gonna be able to win the championship. I do not think so. I'm sorry. All right, give me just give me your gut. My gut, just real quick. My gut. gut. My gut is on how if I think about how he did it last time, I think the the Lakers have the best slate to be able to create something that has longevity, and that can complement him. I do. I do because of the cap space, because of the young assets, the young talent that he can surround him with, and just living in L.A. All right. Where will LeBron wind up playing in 2019? You just heard Dante Jones. I want to hear from you. We'll continue the conversation on the other side. But first, let's go to David Gascon. And what's trending? What's up, Dave? Man, I'm just trying to get my head wrapped around uh, everything that will be game two. I wonder who you're going to blame. Now, this game, there won't be a the blame game. We won't play that because it'll be a twelve or fifteen point blowout by the Warriors. You're still going to find a way to, to blame LeBron. I, well, I, I'm LeBron, LeBron's not going to get fifty one and shoot. He shot lights out, <laughs> hey, Dave. You dude. know that. That won't happen again. But that guy feasts on the on the Golden State Warriors. He's done so the last four years. So just can't win championships. Yeah, oh, he did one one. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, he got one. So right now the line is at uh, Golden State minus eleven and a half. So we'll see how things eleven shake and out. a half. Yeah. After that. Monstrosity in the first game? Yeah. Are you going to take the points? Well, yeah. It was 12 and a half in game one. They had the right. People ate. Listen, good teams win. (laughs) Great teams cover. They didn't cover. Anyways, uh, you guys mentioned at the top of the hour, Andre Iguodala, who was doubtful, is now out of this ballgame. Clay Thompson, he remains questionable, but it looks like he will give it a go. Meanwhile, on the other side, LeBron James, he got poked in the eye in game number one, but he's going to be all as well in this one as well. And switching on over to Major League Baseball at a handful of games that have just gone final. Dodgers earlier today beat the Rockies 10-7. to Chicago Cubs, they were in New York. The next offering, fly ball, this should do it. On the left side, playable for Baez, and the Cubs sweep all four here in New York. Brian Dunson gets the save. The Cubs beat the Mets 2 to nothing. Yeah, Cubs Radio Network, meanwhile, in golf. Hard to believe, but through this brilliant playing, area Jutanagarn is one over on the difficult par threes here at Shoal Creek this week. So this to get back to even for the week. Nobody took your bet. Now 14 under, leading by six. She finishes this on Fox. Had to go to a plow, but she got it done. The 73rd running of the U.S. Women's Open. Back to you guys. 
And we have a little bit more news coming out of uh, Game 2. JaVel McGee is getting the start in this game, and this kind of makes sense because they got demolished on the boards, Dante. They they really, really did. Yeah. And I think that uh, when they put him in, you remember before the rim blocked his shot. <laughs> before that, he had made a couple of baskets and grabbed a few rebounds, and I think that that's what they're looking at. No, um, It's not going to matter who's starting their center because they don't, they're not they're – not, Anything compared to what Andrew Bogut was for them, so um, you could put you could put Draymond at center. It doesn't matter who you play at center with those guys; they're gonna make it work regardless. All right, it is the Odd Couple: Rob Parker, Dante Jones, filling in for uh, Chris Broussard, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to, it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call one eight hundred nine four seven Auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. 877-99 on Fox. Dante, you got to help me here. I, I don't see the Lakers. I think that they have too many young players who aren't ready to win. LeBron probably has a three-year window. He's trying to win a championship. I just don't see why he would. Now, unless you're telling me he's bringing two other stars and you're not counting on any of the guys they already have, if that's it, then it's not, it has nothing to do with the Lakers as in current uh, form. Right. And I, but, but is that what you're saying? So that it's the Lakers without, without, without in, in current form, they have the ability to transform into, but something. not the players, but not the saying. players okay, technically there, but they can, they can sign two maxes. So they can sign, let's say throw a name out there, Paul George, Paul George and LeBron James. They have young talent. They have the cap space. And they have the the young talent to be able to go get another asset, a la what happened when the Cavs went and got Kevin Love. They turned some of their assets into uh, all-star talent, which added to what they are. Right, they're the first pick. Right, right, right. So they had some first-pick talent, and they had, but it was ultimately an asset. It was a draft pick, and it was a player. And now we can turn this into this. And that was attractive for another team who wanted to get off some cap, some cap money and a player that they probably could not build with but was still a value. So I think the Lakers have the ability to turn into that rather than you just fit LeBron into what you do, which he doesn't fit necessarily in Houston and he doesn't fit in Philly. Um, what about staying in Cleveland? Why have you ruled that out? Why I haven't ruled it out. But why can't what LeBron I'm rebuild that team and get somebody to come there this way he doesn't look like a vagabond or, because you know, and he's moving again and if he moves again and he doesn't win – he he winds up with his career looking like he was just chasing championships, and you know what? He never got. He didn't get it again. He ne- he never won again. I don't think LeBron's going to win again. Uh, that's just my gut. Too but many we things. Never, we never thought he was going to win in Cleveland. No, I didn't say that. We, I never but, believed no, but, that. But, I picked them to win when they were down three to one. I I knew. Oh, was, you were Nostradamus when they went down three yes, one. Yes. Really? I picked them I, before it's the rare series. Rare that I see people that were saying, you know what, the Cavs are going to win this. I have I have the television proof. Please, please send it to me. I will get you email, that. Email. I give you email and text. Okay, please send me that. I will that, send you I that. It. I was doing local news in Detroit, and I said I picked them before the series, and I said they still will win when they were down three to one. You weren't on the Stephen A. train where they were like, it's over, it's a sweep. It, it, you weren't with that. No, no, no. I wasn't there. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. All right. 877-99 on Fox. I still think Philly's in play in the David Griffin thing, this whole, I think that that really could play into it, and he could reunite there, and, oh. and they could make some moves, and you might get some players who just want to have a chance at running out a championship and joining those young players. It's an exciting thing in Philly going on. And maybe, you know, there was talk at one point they were saying, we don't want LeBron. Remember when they were riding high after they won a playoff series? 
They were you, you heard that they, they like what they got, and then all of a sudden they lost to Boston without any stars, right. and that all changed. All of a sudden, you didn't hear that bravado and big talk, right? Right. Because they lost a, a starless team. Don't get me wrong. If if there's anybody that can do take on that job and, and turn that into a championship-caliber team, it's David Griffin. Like David, That would be the, the ultimate person that you would have your sights on to go get to turn that team because he knows what it takes and he's done it before. And he can attract people because of his 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 vision and, and how he interacts with his players. I think you are spot on with that one. But the complimentary pieces and the way it would have to go down, they would have to kind of like Draymond Green in the situation, come on, Bron, and come play with us. And I don't think these young stars are – I think they have two competitive young stars that are not – that think they could do it by themselves rather than need LeBron James. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, we got it. 877-99 on Fox. What about Angel in Oregon? You're on Fox Sports yeah, Radio. See, I have to disagree. I don't think that that him going over there with the 76ers is going to do any good. I feel like Embiid doesn't have any heart when he plays. And I think LeBron needs to play with a team that wants to win, that wants to show that they have heart. And I feel that is going to be with the Lakers. I don't think that with the Cavaliers is going to go anywhere if he stays. J.R. Smith proved that he can't be counted on. Over in Miami, he had Chris Bosh as a number three to throw the ball to and to count on in the last seconds of the game. So I feel like with the Lakers, they have the most movement and they have the most money to play with. And LeBron going there would probably pull some people closer and closer to the Lakers. What do you think? Well, I agree with you on the Lakers front. However, we have to take Jr. out of that because to win game seven, you know, Jr. gave you the seven points out of um, start the third quarter to keep them in the game when the lid was on the basket for the Cavs. So he's proven that he has the ability to help win games, and he is a champion. Like Jr. was big in the whole playoff run. He's made one mistake, and we and we and and he's made some mistakes before, but he has proven that he is championship worthy. Well, he, he's so ninety percent of that. I, I agree with you on, bro. Okay, Josiah in Mississippi, you're on Fox Sports Radio. What's happening? Hello. All right, what about John in Florida? You're on Fox Sports Radio. How you doing tonight, Rob? You know, uh, th- your friend there, Skip Clueless, uh, <laughs> comes, comes on there, and this, this subhuman trash comes on. He, Stop. He, Don't rip Skip. Skip is a, uh, a, a great analyst who covers sports for 40 years, 50 years. He, he knows what he's talking about. Come oh, on, John. I mean, he, I mean, he comes on in the 60s. He'll, he'll tell you, he'll take, take Bart Starr over Johnny Unitas. I mean that would be like taking uh, uh, Kate Smith over Marilyn Monroe. Uh, I mean, I mean, as, as far Kate as Kate uh, Smith over Marilyn Monroe, that, that you, got, be, you guys got to Google that. Uh, wow. Yeah, Go ahead. I mean, let me tell you something. You had Oscar Robertson, Mister Sourpuss, on yesterday, <laughs> and comparing Oscar Robertson to LeBron James would be like comparing the Unit Four plus two to the Beatles. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it, it, it's just mystifying how these old timers, the ugly fat boy Charles Barkley, who couldn't even hold the candle of Robertson is putting down LeBron. I mean, it's just mystifying how these basketball players, unlike football players who build each other up, they put each other down. But this Golden, but tell Bayless though, Rob, a dynasty is four straight championships. No, that's not what a dynasty is, John. A dynasty, everybody has their definition. I believe it's three in a row or three out of four. That's a dynasty. Because <laughs> you want to give the Warriors a No, dynasty. that's a dynasty. <laughs> so John, you, John, you, John, you disagree with that? Oh, John, God. you disagree with three in a row or I'll three, three out of four? Three in a row is a great team. No, that's a dynasty. Three championships oh. in a row? Back to back is a great team. Three in a row. It's is, a dynasty. Is a, I give three in a row as well, a dynasty. Four. Well, let me ask you this, Rob. 
Outside of Jordan, who do you think is even in a class with LeBron James in, in the history of the NBA? No, I pick LeBron as number two. I'm good with him being up, but he's not the greatest. He's great. He's just not the greatest. Everybody thinks I don't think LeBron James is great. I think he's a great player. Michael Jordan is the greatest player I ever saw and the greatest winner and closer, killer instincts, all those other things that I saw. I was sitting in Cleveland courtside when he made that shot over Craig Elo. Not to put the game in overtime, not to, to win a game, but to win the series. Do you think it's a different mentality that to, to win the game than the Oh, absolutely. Those two shots that LeBron Man, shot. Please. That it's, LeBron it's shot pressure regardless. You think it's no, like it's a, not. It's There's like no a, pressure. Dante, It stop. is pressure. Because <laughs> you're taking it. Like, oh my Dante, God. would a tie score? There's yes, no pr- there's no. pressure. No, there's no pressure. You know you're going wow. out with a team when you miss it. You know wow. there's no pressure. Wow, because they call you not clutch then if you don't if you don't make it then. No, you're not. It's a, it's You don't. Have to. It's not like if I don't make and this, you, we're going to lose. I know we're going to overtime would, regardless. I would say that it's, it's as much pressure if you're down if you're down something to, to no. win the game because okay, it came down to one shot. I miss or I make it. Like it's not that much pressure at the end of the day to a person that's taking a shot because they have the mentality is like either, either I make it or I miss it. It's not like I, my life is going to end. It's not like no, but you know somebody's going to literally die if I. But it's still a pressure shot regardless. It's of not a pressure shot at all. Dante, you know you're going to overtime, make or miss. I'm, it's not sudden death. I'm not going to lose the game. If I'm not going to lose the game, what pressure? I'm going to put up my best shot. I just I'm, put it up. I'm already down. Like No, if you're I miss, not down. I, it's a tie. I, at the end, if, when you're taking that shot, it's like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. Right. Have, so, both just, sides. No. Both sides, though. Like I have nothing to lose. Like it's, No, you, like, you don't have anything th- to lose. That's your mindset going into it because if you have the, if you have the pressure mindset, you're, you're going to beat yourself. You know when you're down and you got to take that shot. You know, everything tightens up because you know if I miss this, but I'm going to go. The, I have the ability to be the hero. You only have the ability to be the hero when you're on, a, down. on the score tie. When you're down, when you're down, you have the ability to be the hero. So it's no pressure. It's like you know what? I get to, be, I get, I get to be the hero. All right, it's a game that guarantees to be more competitive than Game Two. Sources says is next on uh, the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's one of my favorite songs right here. Terrell Parker, Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. You can follow uh, Dante on Twitter at Dante1. Or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. And we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And you know what, Dante? It's now time for Sources Say. Let's, let's bring in. The golden tones of Mr. David Gascon. Gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, Dante Jones, you got some big shoes to fill today. And the reason why is because Chris Broussard usually kicks Rob's ass in this game. You don't so. why he cheats. He cheats. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he Googles it while, while um, we're not looking. Chris is not that fast, nor that smooth either. <laughs> so let's get this thing going. We'll start off with Dante first since he's our guest today. Sources say soccer star Wayne Rooney and his wife were stranded off the coast of France for almost nine hours after the engine to his yacht stalled out. Dante, are my sources true or false? I'm going to say your sources are false. I'm going to say that that's a true story. Nine hours sounds reasonable. Yacht given out. 
I'm going to say true. Gentlemen. Sit on a throne of lies. Oh, uh, Dante, my God. Is this Chris Broussard or Dante Jones? It's the uh, same guy. You know? It's uh, one nothing. Dante in control this one. There you go. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, way better looking than Chris. Is that Broussard. it? Go, okay. ahead. go ahead. My sources say ex-Major League Baseball player, player Lenny Dykstra was arrested last week in New Jersey after allegedly pulling a gun out on an Uber driver. Rob, are my sources true or false? Your sources are true on that. Lenny Dykstra just can't stay out of trouble. He is unbelievable. He was on that 86 Mets team. All right. I'm going to say true. Dante? I'm going to take true, too. All right, I gentlemen. You. you got that one right. Back to Dante on this one. Sources say the brother of R&B singer Tanache ripped into Ben Simmons on Twitter, claiming that the 76ers guard cheated on her with Kendall Jenner. Are my sources true or false? Dante? Sources are true. I'm going to take that one. All right. I don't think she said it. I think somebody in her, in her, um, her crew probably t- uh, gave the information up. All right. Rob. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't know I'm not big on the gossip and all that, but I'm gonna say uh that's true. Gentlemen. Oh, oh there we go. True. So Dante Jones is still in control on this one. <sighs> My sources say in the old couple odd couple here, Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. Dante Jones filling in. Rob, back to you on this one. Former UFC champion Holly Holm is opening up a spa in her hometown of Albuquerque, New Mexico that will feature a room made entirely of ice. My source is true or false? Entirely of ice. Is there any vodka in the ice? Um, <laughs> a room, a room made of ice. Yeah, I'm going to say true. All right, Dante, what do you say? A room entirely of ice, just like all ice on the walls, like yeah. everything. Yeah, I'm going to say false on that one. All right, gentlemen. Sit on a throne of lies. Unbelievable. right now. This, because you know what? They just they build a lot of that stuff. Uh, there's like, you can't build a room of ice. You know? No, yeah. but there's, a, it, there's yeah. an igloo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one in Vegas, right? An igloo, a, a hotel where you go and you stay. It's called an igloo. Right? But it's, it's, it's built not called with, a room of ice. No, but it's all ice. <laughs> yeah, there's some spots that do have igloos, but nothing on the uh, on the ground. Anyways, you're losing bad again, Rob. 4-2. Unbelievable. This I'm going to while I'm ahead. <laughs> this one goes to you, Rob. I feel Rob. like LeBron. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. You're not putting up those kind of numbers, though. Anyways, Rockets guard P.J. Tucker played in Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals with three cracked teeth and had three root canals on the off day, and then he played in Game 7. Rob, are my sources true or false? Three cracked teeth? Yes. And three root canals. I'm going to say uh, false. All right. Rob, or Dante, what do you got? I'm going to go for five and say true. Gentlemen. Unbelievable. I've given Rob, up you on this suck. Game. I just <laughs> Rob, you are dreadful at this game. I just can't. I, I, I don't even. Oh, I just don't man. get it. Man, this is all cosmetic from here on out. Last week, former NBA baller Matt Barnes got a tattoo across his thigh of the Bay Area or Bay Area rap legend too short. My source is true or false, Rob? False. <laughs> I just I, what? Uh, too short? Yes. You short like. Across his thigh? Yeah. Not on the lower back. I'm going to say false on that one. Right. I don't see it. All right. Gentlemen. On a throne of lies. Yeah. I mean, come on. I can't. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Even Congrats, I had Rob. to get that one right. Oh, man. Uh, last one. Philadelphia Phillies AAA affiliate, the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, are recruiting LeBron James to land in Philly. They're giving away LeBron masks, headbands, and giving fans free Sprite. Are my sources true or false? Dante? <laughs> 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna go for the gold and say I'm gonna say true on that one. All right, Rob, how do you want to conclude? this I think that's circus? true because you threw in the sprite thing, <laughs> and he's got that commercial with the baseball uh, the right uniform yeah. on his baseball. So I'm gonna say it's true. Deductive reasoning here. Oh, we got it right, Rob. You, you still stink, Rob. Still stink, man. You still my guy. Dude. <laughs> Has Chris ever had a seven and zero? No. No. Oh, come on. You think I'm that bad, Dante? Unbelievable. It's Fox Sports Radio. It is the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio on your Sunday. I'm Rob Parker. He is Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard. We send our well wishes to him and his bride of 23 years. Happy anniversary to Chris Broussard. If you want to follow Dante on Twitter, go to at Dante1, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1, and we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Game two of the NBA Finals is about to uh, start. Of course, the uh, Golden State Warriors trying to go up 2-0. The Cavs trying to uh, tie the series. And coming into this, I really believe that this had and could have an effect on LeBron's Legacy, either way. A lot of people, Dante, want to say it doesn't matter whether he wins or loses. His legacy is cemented, and I don't agree with that because had he was he able to pull this off and somehow beat Golden State, I think he inches closer to Michael Jordan because that would be something with this team to beat, win a championship with this squad and beat the Warriors who had won two of the last three championships would be something to add to your resume big time. But if he loses here, to me, he officially comes out of the GOAT conversation. He can't be in the GOAT conversation with Michael Jordan when Steph Curry will wind up with just as many championships and far less trips to the uh, finals, only four, not nine. And Steph Curry will have beaten LeBron James in all three championships. So you're going to basically reward Steph Curry for having an organization that keeps his team basically together over the last four years where LeBron has to fight what the what organization about Miami? does. What about Miami? What, what did he what, do no, in Miami? That, but, didn't he create I mean, we're that? Not, we're not talking about that. We're talking about right now. You you base it on on this one game, or this one series tonight. Yes. And if he wins this, he would have basically had three teams in one season and made it work with – three separate groups of people to win a championship while the, the team across from him has basically had the same team for the past two years and they have continuity and they and they know how they how they are going to play with each other and play and play against other teams. J.R. Smith, is he new? J.R. and Kevin are is only Kevin, two. Is Kevin Love new? I'm talking about a team. I'm not yeah, talking about two people in your starting lineup. You're not talking about Rodney Hood. He's not playing. Who are you talking about? You're, you're talking, talking about Jordan Clarkson. Jordan. You're talking about George Hill. How many Hill. did he have? You're Those talking, guys, aren't, they're not going to be the difference. Are, yeah, it's not about being a difference. They're part of a team and a cohesive unit. And Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, KD, Draymond, Andre, Sean Livingston, David West, Zaza, JaVale, they have all been there, and they know what it takes to win a championship. So, but they, that, but does so, that mean so, it can't be upset? That's, con- that's why they're upset. That's, that's continuity, sports. though. Continuity helps you win championships. No, it all those things plays it into does it. help, but it doesn't mean you're going to win because you have the same squad. But, but but you're basically just moving your squad around every what two months, and you expect somebody to go out there and take that to the finals. Like I wouldn't even expect them if that if that happened to them to be able to come to the finals. I predicted LeBron James would a before the season started. 
would get to the finals. I predicted that LeBron James would get to the finals with the players he originally had this season. When they made the trades, I said they're still making it to the finals. When they were down 2-0 to Boston, I still said they were going to make it to the finals and beat the Celtics because LeBron James is the best player on the planet. Right. So, so I don't. Those other pieces, I get it. So let me help but they're you with not going to stop. They're not going to stop LeBron James. Let me help you with that one. So his greatness. You're, you're what you're betting on is his greatness. He's you're great. Bet, you're betting that he can take any team to the finals. You didn't. You just we, can't we win. Didn't, we didn't bet, but we didn't bet that with MJ. MJ couldn't take any team to the finals. Well, but MJ when he got it, there, he won. Time he out. Got there. Time out. But when he got there, he had solid, amazing teams. But Steph Curry can't take any team to the finals. He can take that team to the finals. LeBron has lost five championships. Has, uh, Steph Curry has lost it when he broke a record for most wins in a season and still lost it in the championship. But did they so, win? Did they, how many championships does, does Steph have? Uh, two. One with Kevin Durant, one without. Right. And if they win this one... And the one that they won two. without Kevin Durant... Two all stars were hurt. That's that's called sports. Guys are it hurt is, all the it time. It is uh, absolutely okay? correct. So I, I, I people I'm not get hurt that, all the time. Taking that away, you could do. I'm not taking it away. They got to play with whoever's out there. But if you have a team going in, it's not like if Steph if Steph got to the finals and Draymond and Clay didn't play. So wait a minute, they Draymond, don't have a shot. Draymond they don't didn't have a play shot in Game Five, the series that the that the uh, Cavs came back to win. So Draymond didn't play Game Five. And and if Draymond would have played, that's one. I'm just saying, is there a chance that they would have won that championship? That's one. And if Draymond didn't pl- no, play, no, because no, that's one player who didn't average over 15 points a game. So when you lose tw- two sets of 20, that's a big loss. Iguodala, who was an MVP in one of those championships, is out. How come people act like like the Warriors don't have when their you full take, squad? That's when a you big take part. 40 points away from a team. That's a big blow. No, but he was a big part as far no, as he, defending he, he LeBron. Definitely, he's a big he's part. A, he's an impact but player. But that's, that's one impact player. When you lose two impact players, that's a big difference. But he one. was an MVP in a finals. It tells you about his uh, what he what he can how he affects the Warriors and. Not having him is just poo pooed like it doesn't matter by a lot of people. By a lot, of, but not by me. It does matter in my in my opinion that Andre Iguodala is not there because of the impact he has on his team. But if it was if it was Andre and Draymond, you got a real problem. But it's not even as big as a problem the Cavs had had when it was Kevin Love and Kyrie out of the situation. Like that's big when you have two All Stars not playing, and neither one of those two are All Stars. Well, Draymond's I apologize, but Andre's not an All Star. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is our telephone number. Uh, let's uh, take a couple of calls here too. Let's let's uh, talk to Mark in Tennessee. You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Mark? Okay, Mark. Okay, he's gone. He fell asleep on us. <laughs> All right, th- this is the other part, I guess. I think LeBron hasn't made. There's so many people who are so in love with LeBron, and I get it. He's a great player. But it doesn't. No matter what, when he wins, you know what people say. It's it's all about him. He doesn't have anybody. When he loses, don't blame LeBron. He doesn't have anybody. I don't. I don't just. You can't say that every single time. For for a guy, he he's in a he can't win. I mean, he can't lose. According to the LeBron fans, every single time he loses, whoa! What do you expect him to do? He's playing the great Warriors. He he's got a bum team. When he wins, they say, well, uh, he wins in spite of them, and, and LeBron's the greatest player on the planet. What, what? Well, one of those facts is true. LeBron is the greatest player on the planet. and it's Just a team, not the greatest player of all time. Listen, 
In my opinion, he's the greatest player of all time. But I don't. Earlier, I don't. You said I, it was Michael Jordan. I don't think we have to have just one. I don't. And, no, we. That's how we and, play the game. But here. but we that's don't. We, we don't play. have to play the game that that's way. How I we think play. it could be two of the greatest players of all time, and one. It just. It just depends on what you like and what you appreciate in the game of basketball. So, um, I don't. I think Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the greatest players of all time. I just my opinion. Both of them could have played in in each other's era, and both of them were dominant. And both of them are champions. Both of them have the statistics to to basically where take the argument wherever you want to take it. Like you can create an argument for both of them, and in my opinion, you can't be wrong with, with either argument you have. But you have to add both of them to that conversation. You can't put a guy who's six and zero up against a guy who's going to be three and six and tell me that it's same. Hey, Kevin in North Carolina, you're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Kev? Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. No disrespect. Uh, Dante, but one uh, <laughs> one thing I'm tired of hearing about are these great teams that Michael Jordan played with. Uh, I mean, Michael Jordan won with Bobby Hanson, Rodney McRae, Bill Wennington, uh, Will Purdue, uh, Craig Hodges. I Thank mean, you. These guys, these guys were Scott, Scotty Burrell. These guys knew their roles, and and Phil Jackson did a great job of putting them in their spot. Difference difference is Michael Jordan. Those guys will follow him into a foxhole. I think, and I, I, and I just he made, was able to elevate those guys to a different level. You know, Scotty Pippen. I, I followed those Bulls teams when Scotty Pippen first uh, uh, his, his first few years with the Bulls. He elevated his Michael Jordan playing with Michael Jordan. His competitive nature elevated him. And the last part I want to say, I don't think Michael. <laughs> you know, I think Michael Jordan is the best cause, because Michael Jordan knows it. I think LeBron con- is concerned about this. MJ doesn't care what you yes. anybody else thinks. He knows he's the best. Well, I think LeBron and knows he's the best right now. And number and number appreciate no, the call, number Kevin. one on that one, Kevin. I find it convenient how you just subbed out all the other good players that Michael Jordan played with. He didn't. He he gave me no Horace. He gave me no Scotty. He gave me no Dennis. He gave me no Ku Coach. He gave me no, nobody. No BJ who was an All Star at one point in time. You gave me none of those players. You just gave me the. Into the bench guys who really did not do as much as some other players did. However, well, I just made this to, to Rob the, the, a couple of minutes ago. Yes, Michael had different personnel, but he also had arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time in Phil Jackson, and who did it in two different places with two great players. And part of the equation of being a great coach, you have to make it work with great players. And Phil had that. He had an Olympian with uh, Scottie Pippen. He had Jordan. He had uh, the greatest rebounder of all time, like just wanted to play his part. And that's big. You have guys that want to play their part. Pippen, when MJ didn't play the year he didn't play, Pippen was a couple votes for being the MVP. They lost in the conference final. If you take Brown off any of his teams, they don't make the playoffs, unfortunately. 877-99 on Fox. Hey, Rob, Rob the producer, he's got something. The game is just about to tip off. Yeah, the game's about to tip off, but one of the big highlights happened before the game during the starting lineups. Now, as the PA announcer was announcing the Cavs starting lineup, the Warriors fans booed every single player. When it got to J.R. Smith, they gave him a standing ovation. Yes! <laughs> I love that! That's a classic. I right love there. that! That's a Listen, and man, if, that's a part, that's the greatest part of sports, the is. fans' interaction with the game, and, I, and, I, and the home atmosphere that they have over there is just awesome. I tell people all the time, fan comes from the word, right? It's derived from the word fanatic. Right. You're supposed to be like that. You're supposed, Absolutely. Right? I Absolutely. mean, that, you're supposed to care. It's the reason you care and why people should care when they're fans. Uh, what about John in Austin, Texas? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. 
So uh, I grew up, I'm 42 years old, I grew up idolizing Jordan. I always thought there me would too. never be anyone that would be a Michael Jordan. And it took me a while to come around, but LeBron is a better player. Uh, and it hurts me to say that, but it's true. I mean, he, as long as he's been in the league, he's averaging 45, 9, and 9. He's <laughs> That's insane, isn't it? Teams. I mean, he's, it's unbelievable. So uh, it doesn't matter doing, what kind of competition you play, huh? Well, oh, come on. I mean, I'm asking you in the Eastern Conference. Does it matter? Well, I mean, and, and he's gone up against uh, like some He just beat the Boston Celtics in seven games with no stars. He just beat the Indiana Pacers uh, in seven games with one star, a guy who just had his breakout season. He beat it Ar- takes the greatest player to beat those kind of teams in seven games? <laughs> he swept He swept the second-best team, team in the NBA, third-best team, too. You know that, right? Who, the, mean, the Raptors? The Raptors had the second-best season, the third-best season in the NBA. It swept them. But go ahead. Yeah, all right. We appreciate your call, John. Thank you, buddy. All right, one of the all-time greats in basketball history just took a shot at Jordan and LeBron. We'll tell you who it is and what he said coming up next. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker along with Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard on this Sunday. Is it 15-6? 15-6, Golden State. I believe, Dante, they've made all seven uh, baskets, five coming, uh, six, I should say, in the paint, six of the seven, and they're seven for seven so far. So a hot start. Uh, no surprise. If you want to follow Dante on Twitter, go to uh, at Dante1, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS one And uh, we have great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. 877-99 on Fox. Hey, uh, Dante, let's talk to uh, Wade in Texas. You're on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Wade? Hey, man, I just got a comment about Jordan, man. Look, you can go into a sporting goods store today and drop 200 bucks on one of his, a pair of his shoes. Man, that's got to mean something. And he that's hasn't played in 20 that. years. Absolutely. I mean, that's crazy. So if you can, in 20 years, if you can still buy, a, you know, uh, whoever else's shoes, you know, if you can buy their shoes 20 years after they ain't played no more. It, it t- know, you can do the same thing with it, Penny Hardaway. You can do the same thing with Scottie Pippen. No, no, no. You he, can, the same thing no, is going no, to happen no. for LeBron James. No, you know, no, right. no. 20 years from now, LeBron we'll James, be buying as, LeBron, LeBron. As great as he is, his sneaker is not even close to Jordan's. Not, it's not even close. Jordan's sneaker didn't get these numbers until after he retired. No, but I'm just saying. But, well, but, yeah, that's what happens. What will happen? When we don't because have any more basketball and, and time because out. Because he was 6-0. And the new Jordans are trash. No. And we all know the new ones are trash. The old ones are which ones that sell. The The... The the new the the version that comes out after he played nobody wants to wear those really. Okay, hold on. As as the resident sneakerhead, I'm there gonna have go. to go on and agree with him right there. New Jordans suck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm saying. Nobody's like, oh, we gotta go get the new ones. No, they go get the old old ways. What is it like? Eighteen. Dude, it's horrible. He, he's still selling Jordans like crazy. You know what? No, 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 no. no. He's selling retro Jordans. And you know right what? Right they're Jordan. still Jordans. And how cra- sneakerhead? How how crazy are bronze retros right now? The the ones they're, that they they're, they go nuts yeah, off the shelf. So I'm sorry, fellas. Not in comparison, numbers, money. Oh my god! Okay, it's a full here's brand. The, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Jordan has is 
it's Jordan. Like that's literally. So there's a lot of people that a lot of kids buying shoes now that are don't even know. Don't even don't, know what Jordan did and never even watched him play. Brand. Now LeBron, his retros that are coming out, like the Soldier ones that just dropped like last week, sold out in like two minutes, bro. Like they sell. His new shoes might not be selling that much, and players might not be playing. Oh, I'm, in I'm, them. Glad, I'm glad that's, you're saying that's that. That's my homie, and I can't even get selling. a pair of the retro ones. Ex- Shout out exactly. to like, it's, it's it's so hard, it's so rare for these shoes, man. And I'm not even his homie. I I have to buy them like the average <laughs> person does. You know, I can't name drop like that. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It is the Odd Couple, and uh, we were talking about this. We uh, left you with the whole idea that. Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports Radio had an interview yesterday uh, with the big O, Oscar Robertson. And Dante, he basically ripped on Jordan and he ripped on LeBron. And let's listen to the sound. Who was guarding Jordan? Who was guarding LeBron? You know, maybe, they, maybe it's a diluted talent. When I say diluted talent, that may be, 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 be a deficient situ- situation, deficiency. I don't think... When you talk about all these players playing today, if you say if you had eight teams, you'd be surprised you wouldn't be playing. I hear that. When you hear that, former players, what do you make of it? It's a lose-lose when a former player starts um, evaluating talent right now and just making it seem as if their error is the only error that it should have existed and, and only has value. I think that... You have to have respect for every error, and you have to find the players that could play in all errors and could dominate in all errors. And when you talk about those two, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, um, they could both play in every era of basketball. I think they could both dominate there. I, when I hear it, it does come off as sour puss, and he was a great player. Yes. And and sometimes you got to be careful when people talk about the good old days and there were only eight teams or ten teams in the league. But they and also I, dribbled one hand on the other side of the court. You know what it's, I mean? It's different. And, I'll tell you, I'll throw this out to you. Everybody talks about Bob Cousy. What was Bob Cousy's career shooting percentage, who was one of the all-time greats back then? Do you know what it is? No, but I, when I look Take at Bob guess. Cousy, I don't really see somebody I'm intimidated by. Go ahead. 30, 36%. Oh, he was an animal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he but, was but, you, but you hear them talk about Bob Cousy, right? right. And it's like the end. So, so you got to be real careful when people come and they tell you about the good old days. And it just sounds like sour milk. And that's, it's a shame because he was a great player. The one thing I do give him respect for was when Russell Westbrook had his triple-double. He was very gracious. He said, hey, you know what I mean? He, he spoke very well. And, hey, you know, I know I did it. And it's been a long time since anybody else did it. And I thought to myself, now that's pretty cool that he wasn't one of these sour players who, were, who, who didn't have anything nice to say about a current player. But then here's the Jordan stuff talking about who did Jordan – play against or guard or whatever, um, who well, guarded Jordan. I, I just I, I hate to hear that. Well, it was, it was looking like now that he was only positive because his name was mentioned along with Russell Westbrook, so he got a little pub with it. So now his name is not in the conversation. Right, it so now like was, a little bit of jealousy creeping in when he is an all-time great and he doesn't need to speak about this in this capacity. That's what I think. I don't know why guys get into that. When you're a great player, let your let your numbers and what you did speak for itself. You average your triple double; everybody knows it. That's a triple double with no three pointers. Facts. That's a, that's it's, that's it's impressive. Very much so. And right. He, and he's he, when you talk about the all time greats, you cannot leave his name out. And his opinion his his opinion means something, but this one is coming off a little bit 
in a, as as you say, in a sourpuss fashion, because he's he's trying to dilute the talent and make it seem as if there's no talent in the league. Because but now you found talent on different continents, and they didn't have that ability. Absolutely. Today. Now these guys are playing, and they come from all over the world. Hey, what about uh, Charles in Chapel Hill? You're on Fox Sports Radio, Charles. Oh, what you man, got for us? Coming on this one. Hey, knew- what's up, guys? Come on, Charles. Hey, thanks a lot for Brent for letting me on. I appreciate it. No problem. Carolina fan, Charles. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of I course, am. what do you mean? Listen, you ask you find that some, you find some Duke fans <laughs> really? in Chapel Hill. Yeah, they just don't, they don't hey, come out. So too look, much. I got a comment about the great Oscar Robertson. Okay. Uh oh. There's something that's been overlooked so many times, and uh, it's in Basketball Reference, of course, where he's known for the triple double the one season. If you go back in there and scroll his years, literally, he's got three other seasons that he misses the triple double. By 0.5 rebound, 0.3 assist. Hey, I'm rounding it up. As far as I'm concerned, this guy averaged a triple double for four seasons. That's in my book. Okay. No, but he, not everybody's going to agree. I, with Charles, you. I'm not going to agree. I hear what you're saying. He was close to it, but he didn't average a triple double. Right. You got to have the numbers to, to say that. I get your point. Rusted it twice, right? Right? Rusted it twice, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So we're uh-huh. saying that like, it doesn't equal. Like um, all, like, well, number one ever, best player ever, just because somebody averages a triple double. No, that's we see, right. We see it now in its truest form. Exactly. Hey, hey Charles, we appreciate the call. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Um, you don't want to come off as like the old guy. Hey, you kids, get off my lawn, <laughs> because that's what it, it sounds like. I'm not saying that older players can't criticize. Because I thought Robert Parrish, when he came out against Brad Stevens, did you hear that no, those I comments? Didn't. What did he say? I thought th- I thought those that was a fair game. And he goes, "Help me out! What championship did Brad Stevens win?" People mm-hmm. were gassing him to like they won a championship, right? And they didn't get to the finals. And you could say whatever. Oh, he didn't have his stars, or he had all these young players. He did a great job, a really good job, yeah, amazing. Job. But they were trying to crown him before he won anything, right. and that's what Robert Parrish was saying. And I give him credit for being a great. Uh, regular season coach like Brad it does an amazing job, but then when it comes time to the playoffs, it's about matchups, it's about adjustments, and he doesn't do. He's not as good as he is in the regular season as he is in in the playoffs, and 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 I think some coaches excel differently in the regular season than the playoffs, and those are the championship coaches because some some coaches are not are are not uh, motivated to give all they have in the regular season, and and Brad Stevens is still growing as a coach and getting better, but he's one of the top coaches. And, and and excels at what he does, and and sometimes we we give people too much credit as they're as they're doing just doing their job, right? And 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 they haven't achieved the anything. ultimate yet anything. So I agree with that. All right, this might be one of the worst decisions in NBA history. I'll tell you about that next. But first, let's go to Steve DeSager and find out what's trending. What's up, Steve? Good evening, gentlemen. You heard about the cheers from the Warrior crowd when J.R. Smith was introduced. In the first quarter, when he got to the foul line, they started chanting MVP. (laughs) The Warriors are shooting 90% from the floor, 10 of 12 in the first quarter, and they're only up on Cleveland 21-17. This is Game 2 of the NBA Finals. Uh Warriors took Game 1 in overtime at home. Yes, they did. Golden State tonight make their first seven shots in a row, got out to a 15-6 lead, but about 50% shooting for Cleveland, and they're still very much in it early. As for the NHL, Stanley Cup Final Game 4 is tomorrow night in D.C. U.S. Women's Open went to a playoff on Fox TV, the winner 
a person who blew a seven-stroke lead midway through the final round and won in the playoff anyway, Arya Jutanagar, and she'll move up to number two in the world ranking. Tiger Woods fell to a tie for 23rd place at the Memorial today after a final round 72. He was six strokes behind Bryson DeChambeau, who won in a playoff. At the French Open, the Williams sisters lost in doubles. Serena plays Monday against Maria Sharapova in fourth-round singles. Major League Baseball, Yankees at Baltimore rained out. They'll make it up in late August. Currently, the Red Sox are leading 2-1 at Houston, bottom of the third. Padres up 5-2 over Cincinnati, top of the seventh. St. Louis shut out Pittsburgh 5-0. Winning pitcher Michael Walker had a no hitter through eight innings. He's now 7-1 and one this year. The Dodgers win again. Three runs, top of the ninth. Get him a comeback victory at Colorado, 10-7. And San Francisco beat Philadelphia 6-1. to one. The winning pitcher for the Giants, Derek Rodriguez, son of Hall of Fame catcher Yvonne Rodriguez. Derek pitched six innings in his first Major League start. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Could mm-hmm. you imagine? A catcher was your dad, now you're a pitcher in the big league. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive, Mr. DeSager. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is uh, The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. It's Rob Parker. It's Dante Jones filling in for Chris Broussard, The Odd Couple on your Sunday. And, uh, Dante, this is something I'd be interested in getting your take on the NBA is kind of going via the same route as the NFL with putting in like a challenge flag, not going to be actually like a flag, but where you would be able to challenge plays. They're going to start doing it in a summer league and then go into videotape to see on certain calls uh, whether or not uh, they should be overturned or whatnot. How are you on this? It depends on what the penalty for for calling the the um, the challenge. So I played in the D League for a year, and they had some sort of this in there. And what I forget what the what the penalty was, but you had a bunch of coaches <laughs> asking their players their opinion on the play, and then calling for the challenge. And then most of the players r- rarely think that they did anything wrong. So it ends up putting the team in a in, in a bind when they should have never challenged the play. So it depends on what's the, what's the penalty going to be for the challenge and if there's going to be a penalty at all. And if there's no penalty, then we have a slower game. Is this just an overreaction from the two-minute report that we got from the last game where everybody's watching the, the finals and people are moaning and complaining about the referees and to, to even the whole idea, do we want to slow the games down even more? Right, I don't think we want to slow the games down I just, anymore. I just, we might be able to take replay out of it a little bit and just go with the ref's call and just and just take it as that and, and keep that human error aspect into it because I think we have technology in it now and it's kind of slowing it down. So either keep it here or just take replay out. But I think if we go in a little farther, it's going to keep slowing this game up and it's going to make it uh, harder to watch. It, to me, it should just replay is for obvious missed calls. Am I right? Like, or, or if we cannot, if, if if both or all three refs on the court are like, you know what, we didn't get a, we didn't, we, we didn't, didn't get, get a good, good look, look at it, and we and we need to, we need help, right? Because I, I, I agree I, on that. I, I just think that to to you can nitpick and do all that stuff over so many things, and I think that's where the problem comes in, because it there is a human element to it. There's calls that are going to be missed. There are made right. up calls. You played in the league. They make up calls. When they know they blew right. it, right? Right, they, and I think that's part of that's part of the game. You I know think. it; they know it. Everybody knows it. They missed that one. That's a natural flow to it. I think. I think 
when we get in situations like that, that that can be easier to digest from a fan's perspective than just keep slowing the game down and keep looking and keep trying and keep taking people's opinion into it and and just I think some of these replays even make it worse because if you slow down that that block charge call, it's not a full representation of how it happened. So if you slow it down to its slowest form, yeah, it's a it's a um it's it's a block. But if you keep it in full, a re. A, the, 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 the actual way the way it went down, then it, it looks like a charge. So which one is better? Right, I, I agree. It, the re, you, you put the referee in a ridiculous. He's not watching in super slow motion, right. so there's no way. It's just like they do it in baseball, and it drives me crazy. When the guy steals second base, and they keep the tag on him, and he and he slides across the bag, but he comes up for a millisecond. Right. And they say, and and you keep the tag on him. And go well. He came up off the bag, and they call him out. Right. That's not what replays for. Right. Replays for when you miss the bag, and I tag you, but not for the millisecond your body goes across the bag. I agree. And I think this is where replay can can be a problem and is getting out of hand. I I really think this isn't what it was supposed to be. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It's the odd couple on your Sunday. Rob Parker, Dante Jones. Filling in for uh, Chris Broussard. And what about John in Texas? You're on Fox Sports hey. Radio. What's up, John? Hey, hey, Dante. Hey, Rob. How y'all doing? Doing great. Uh, Rob, when you say uh, that if LeBron loses this one, that he's officially out of the GOAT conversation, and I got to say that that's a hypocrisy in your statement because when you're talking about the GOAT, I feel like you have to separate winning from skill. What I mean is, if you're going to use winning as an argument for him being the goat, then you have to say Bill Russell is the greatest. No, that's not. No, you're totally wrong, John. <laughs> hey, wait, and I'm going to tell you this: out. if you told me Michael Jordan didn't average 32 points in the playoffs, if you told me Michael Jordan didn't have 10 scoring championships, if you told me Michael Jordan didn't have more MVPs than LeBron, if you told me Michael Jordan didn't have more Defensive Player of the Year awards than than Michael Jordan than, than LeBron James, then maybe I would buy it. If, if I'm just talking about uh, MVPs, I mean uh, championships, I'm talking about the whole kit and caboodle. And when you're okay. calling somebody the greatest of all time, I'm going to nitpick. I want okay. him to be that greatest. Okay, well, y'all were just talking about errors. Let's look at the errors. I mean, Jordan, the skilled players that he was playing back then, are nowhere near the skilled players that Brian to go against. He was playing Steph Curry. What point guard could do it? What's the Westbrook could do today? What point guard could do it? Steph Curry could do today. What forward could shoot like Kevin Durant can? Hey, do the- you do you remember watching basketball then? I mean, let, let's Dante. We talked about it. You could you could defensively. How many years uh, you you, you thir- didn't play 13. during that? Did you? No, and I'm not that. But old. you you're Don't not that old. No, I'm sorry. But, but, but how, no, no. how old are you? I'm 37. Yeah. However, but you know what I'm talking about. I have about. a respect for that era because you could. You could you could you could deter people from coming in the hole. Hard fouls. <laughs> you could fight. You, 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 you weren't flagrant. You weren't right. Right. You Charles Oakley, tough. Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, Bill Bill Lambeer. I could go. Way, Robert Parrish. More physical, but the defenses were different, so it it allowed Michael Jordan to be great, and he was going to be great regardless. But it just it kind of magnified his talent because you had to be arm's length away from your from from your defender, so you couldn't load. There were the defenses, the uh, zone defenses were really not into it like that, so. It was different for him, but yes, the talent is different right now, and the athletes are better right now. And I, I agree with you on on that take of we have we have different beasts out there on the court right now. Like it's just you, you have a, a, a power forward like Dirk Nowitzki who's stretching defenses like as a seven footer. KD as a seven foot. We don't even know if he's a shooting guard, small forward. Like we don't know what he is, but he's out there just 
dominating because he can get to a spot and he can rise over anybody. So we have talent at this level to where it's it's not a pushover league. I don't think do you think do you think Charles Barkley with what he brought to the table could play right now? Uh yeah, I do. With 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 all the height, like I, I think it, it'd be different at that power forward yeah, position but, because it's it's more mobile. And it would Charles be, is six six. Like we don't see six six dominating scores like that. Yeah, but defensive, at the power forward. But defensively, you you wouldn't be able to 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 touch him or stop him. But you could load to him. Yeah, I still think he could play. I think he's a player. No, I'm saying I, – no, I, I, I don't think he, he – he would be able to play, but would he be the Charles Barkley that we remember him as right now? Maybe a little different because of, of, of how physical he could play. Okay. And he used that to his it. advantage. You saw, you saw more of Charles Barkley than I did. That's why I'm Charles Barkley and Rick Mahorn, true story. I was covering a game at the old Spectrum in Philadelphia. Okay. And they went both went for a loose ball and knocked me three rows into the crowd. Can you imagine those two big guys coming for a loose ball at the same time? Right. Okay. Not a good thing. All right. 877-99 on Fox. It is the odd couple on your Sunday. And uh, we're going going to do a little trash talking, Dante. Get ready for this on the odd couple. It's your chance to trash anyone in the world of sports. (laughs) So this is always fun. So trash talking is coming up next. It's the odd couple on Fox Sports Radio. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Dante Jones, in for Chris Broussard today. If you want to follow uh, Dante on Twitter, go to at Dante1, or you can follow me at Rob Parker FS1. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, it could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The second quarter has started 34-28 Golden State. Golden State shooting 65% in the first uh, quarter against Cleveland. Uh, KD with two fouls. And, um, you know, so far as uh, they started out really well, but Cleveland's clawed back in. It's a close game. And uh, I, I'm picking this game with a uh, 10 or 12 point, I say 10 or 12 point win for uh, Golden State, but they're off to shooting the ball really well. Uh, yeah, and it's bigger than just shooting the ball, as, as we're seeing. The defensive pressure of um, the Cavs is, is, is right where it needs to be. And I, and I'm, I think this is going to be a better series than, than we all think. I think it's not going to be a sweep. I think it's going to be a seven game series. And these Cavs might be. I, I'll bet you wings on that. I, not I, I'm be a already accepted your wing bet because I think we got Cavs in seven. You got Cavs in seven? Yeah. Okay. I'm with that one. Is that because you played for the Cavs? Is that what that is? Uh, part played for the okay, Cavs. Okay, I understand it. Part, I, I get it. Part two is I believe that they have a bigger shot than we think. And you if, had I last, got, last if I year, have to go on one side or the other, I'm going to err on the side of LeBron James. What did you pick last year? And if it was a five-game sweep last year. What did you have? Um, it was a five-game five sweep? <laughs> yeah, it was a five-game sweep last year. Listen, last year I saw early on that we didn't have what it, take, what it, what it took to, to win a championship. And you could see in their eyes when game one started that they had been holding on to their animosity for a whole year. And that's a different type of get-back that they had in their eyes. We had one ours, and guys were kind of content with that. Everybody but LeBron was kind of content with getting a championship and not being, like, dominant and, like, winning multiples. And they had that KD plus the rest of that crew had the the get back mentality of we've been waiting all year to get you and win this championship. All right, it's time for you know what trash talking. Presents. Take out the paper, 
talking Twitter. All right. This is your chance to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. You want me to go first, Dante? Yeah, you got it. I'm going to trash all these people who keep acting like the Warriors aren't their team. I, you know what? I know last year you, you got lulled into believing because they were 12-0 and going into the finals that they were going to win every game this year and it was going to be a piece of cake and there's some losses along the way. That happens when you go to the championship four times in a row and you're trying to win to keep that up. But people, let me tell you, they've won 17 of their last 18 home playoff games. The lone loss was at game five against Houston by one or two points. What was that, a two-point loss? So just get off of it. This team is a great team. They will punch their dynasty ticket when they win. They'll be three out of four, which in my books is a dynasty. Okay. All right, Dante, who you trashing? I'm going to trash talk the um, the Western Conference as a whole because um, every time people jump on uh, LeBron James, they say he plays in the weak, in, weak Eastern Conference. And by your statistic right there, they won, what, 17 straight home games? 17 out of 18. Yeah, because the, the West is weak. They have two teams that You're could possibly— you Houston's weak? I'm saying they have two teams that could possibly win a championship, which are Golden State and Houston. Just like, and the East has just none. Like, and the Eastern Conference had Boston and Cleveland. And there's four teams that are really fighting for a championship, four to five teams every year. It was two to two this year, and everybody makes the Western Conference to be that more that that more hard, well, better ta- that much more better talent in the Western Conference, which is not true. They have the same ratio of good to bad teams. Um, they have it, it's easier to play in Western Conference climates. So, like, I would rather play in LA than play in New York during a horrible winter. And that's like going to work at any job, period. Like, you show up to work and it's raining and snowing. Your your attitude and your body is going to react differently if that's the majority of the weather you play in. So I'm going to trash talk the Western Conference and say that the West is is weak. It's not, it's not as good as the Eastern Conference. All right. There we go. That's a u- u- unique take. I'll tell you that. What about you, Rob? Rob, what do you got? You know what? Who you trash? Rob, you know me for a while. You and I are both, we'll say frugal. Yeah, like, We like to, you know, save money. Coupons. You exactly. Know, any, any <laughs> like that. I have a very, very inside source who I thought was reliable who told me before the game, hey, Clay Thompson's ankle's really sore. I think he should sit out this game. He's not going to play well. He's not feeling well. He's got 10 points already. He's made two threes. So I dropped some serious mo- money before the game started Did you? on the Cavs covering the, the 12 and a half points. And this is how he do how he does me. Oh, that's not bad. That's, that's not that's cool terrible. at all, man. That's terrible. Hey, Bobo, what you got? Who you trash? You know what, man? I love this show, man. I love this segment. I love the people that work on this show. It's it's a lot of fun, man. But he's gonna trash me. <laughs> I hear it, man. I hear it coming. You know what? I can't even think of the, I can't even think of the guy's name right now. I just remember it was in like 2013, man. As a Lakers fan, it just kind of sucks, man. When you see your player go down to the ground, man. <laughs> I you see know, this coming. From Come somebody, on, you know, like undercutting him when he's should that be? Away. Come on, you know, man. I don't know who, who that, that is. Who is that? I don't know. I can't remember. I, he had the Atlanta. It was in. Atlanta Hawks jersey. I don't know, man. It's but anyway, man. Like I said, it's all love. He was quite here. handsome, man. Is he <laughs> trashing you? Is he trashing me? Trashing hey, listen, you? listen. Hey, man, you know as what? As a Lakers fan, if I didn't take that shot, I, I'd, I'd be talked about so oh, bad, bro. Listen, bro, bro. it's all love, though, man. That one hurt me more than than most people understand. Are you serious? I I I have an affinity for for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, like you have no idea. So I have happened to play in an era where you get to play against one of your favorite players, yeah, and. Bro. 
when you do that, you play harder than you've ever played before because you don't want to be a fan, number one. And number two, it's like you're measuring yourself up against your your all-time idol. Who gets greatness. a chance to do that? Right. It's kind of like what Jason Tatum said about playing against LeBron. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he he grew up playing against him, grew, idolizing him. Now you get a chance to play it, and some of your best games happen. So, in that case, all my mind, ISO with Kobe Bryant. Ugh. Like, that's where I wanted to be as a player and to show that I could stop him. And to hurt him, that hurt my feelings more than anybody else. Like, Damn, I couldn't, I couldn't, the competitor to me couldn't go find out if he was okay. But to do my job at the highest level against the guy that I look up to in some capacity, um, of his dominance and how he plays the game, I did my job on that play and I had that competitor spirit. But did what I ever hurt him? By no means. Like, I had to have security at my hotel because I just got traded. Whoa! And I had, no, no, mind you, because of the Twitter era and death right, threats right, and all that right. thing. All that like crazy. And man. then I had to deal with the fact that, like, he got hurt on that play and he could be hurt for a long time. And mentally, I was in a bad place because that's my guy. He may not know it, but that was my guy. Like, he was a guy that I watched as a player. So would I have hurt him on purpose? Like, Jalen Rose, like, I, I did it. No, no. I, if I admitted it, I, I would admit it if I tried to. But there's only one time I tried to hurt him when he hit, elbowed me in my throat and I pushed him. Well, I tried to trip him because, like, I was ticked off. But I would have never stepped under him trying to hurt his career by no means. Did you ever talk to him after that? Um, I never got a chance to, and it's not like something I, I had. I never didn't have his number or anything to reach. You out should to get him, him to sign the picture. <laughs> That'd be that, cool. Dude, <laughs> <stop. I'm> talking <laughs> Bobo right now for but, bringing up some old memories. Man, <laughs> Darn no, Bobo, but that was by real. No, means, no, 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 no. That was deep. Though, I would have never, never tried to hurt that man because, like, I respect his dominance and his career and what he's done for the game of basketball, and. Like, to slow it down in slow-mo, it looks that way. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.